everybody. Welcome to our podcast. It's called Directly to You. This is the 58th episode. You you guys know that by now because you listen to the show. If you're new to the show, you can support it if you like it a lot by joining as a member on youtube.com slash fanatics4. You can also join through Anchor Listener Support, which is basically the same thing, except it has a wider spectrum and you don't get as much stuff. So honestly, just become a member if you want to support (laughs) us that way. Mm -hmm. What do you get for doing that? You get exclusive emotes, you get loyalty badges, you get gaming time with us. Like when I play Smash Brothers every once in a while, Falcon's like, hey, let's play Smash Brothers. And then we just play Smash Brothers until two o'clock in the morning. That's fun. (laughs) Um... Also, you know, sometimes I throw codes in the Discord. I dumped a few today. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to go through my email. I need to start, like, when I get sent codes, I need to start putting them in, like, categories where it's like, okay, flag this one. Mm, this yep. is a code. But I don't do that. I'm just like, oh, another code. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they don't all say, like, switch key. So, it's like, it's it, it's a it's a nightmare. Um, but... I think that's all the housekeeping stuff. How are you doing, Parker? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I uh, was mentioning before we started recording that this week's been a bit weird on my side. We got our AC fixed at the house and then it broke. And so it's been a little bit sucky up in the deal household. But uh, as of today, everything's working and I'm feeling fun and fresh, ready for the weekend. (laughs) All that good stuff. That sounds great. Yep. Nothing broke for me. Except for my pro controller, my pro controller is apparently broken. Oh no, that's so? upsetting. Um, it has a dead zone on the analog stick, so like mm. it doesn't work sometimes when you press up. <laughs> it just doesn't work. That sucks. So that sucks. I mean, you don't really do need have... up though, do you? Do you? Ever, of course, do you use I that? need up. <laughs> I play Smash Brothers, and all the characters that I use have bad recoveries. Well, Anthony doesn't, but the Pokemon trainer has bad recoveries. Do you? Do you jump with up or do you jump with? Uh, no, okay. no, no. I'm not a scrub. How dare you even ask me that? <laughs> I was gonna say. I mean, because you mentioned bad recovery. Well, I guess upbeat. There you go. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, then. yeah, upbeat. Yeah. Um, no, because um, I was like, there's there will be a couple times where because you know Ivysaur already does the Vine Whip thing, mm-hmm. but his neutral B is dumb because it like kind of prepares you downwards Oof. so yeah. like i'll try to do up b and he'll do his neutral b and i'm just dead yeah <laughs> like if that happens it's <laughs> over um so yeah i had to start using the pd uh bob sent me a couple controllers just because mm-hmm. um i was like oh yeah i have that i'll use this i'll use gamecube controllers like like everybody else do you and it feels gross do you have uh yeah i don't I haven't used a GameCube controller with Smash in super long time, so I'd be really bad if I tried. Uh, but you know, whatever. Do you have your right analog stick mapped to tilts or smashes or something else? I go back and forth. Right now, it's smash cool. attacks, and mostly that was because my analog stick is dumb, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't register as a smash attack yeah, a lot of times. Right. Um, and it it just made me use smash attacks less. Yep. Which made it harder to get kills so i just switched it and now (laughs) i'm just used to that again um so i but i go back and forth Mm -hmm. um it it works better to have it on smash attacks just generally for me with the characters that i use uh really tilts are only useful for charizard kind of because his um his forward tilt is pretty good Mm -hmm. but everybody else is like just their aerials are good and you can use aerials with smash for c stick too so it really doesn't matter yeah fun times 
But well, besides uh, you Smash, anything else? Yeah, yeah, I've been playing some stuff. Um, so I finished Ease Eight Lacrimosa of Donna. I over the weekend, like I was just. I was having a lot of fun with it when I'd been playing it, but um, also just had a backlog of stuff. And I don't love if I leave a game that I'm halfway through to go play some other games. There is a not a big chance that I'm going to go back to that game anytime no, soon because same. just yeah, like I've I got about probably halfway through Dark Souls and uh, what Smash came out maybe while I was playing it, and then so I was like, all right, going to play Smash now, and have not gone back to Dark Souls since. Same for Skyrim. Well, there isn't a halfway point in Skyrim. There's just a you keep going point yeah, in Skyrim. Just, you, you just that's a game where you gotta just drop it. Something else, something else <laughs> yeah. has to come out eventually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You. But I probably I think I'd only put in like maybe like 25-ish hours to Skyrim, which is a lot for some other games, but for Skyrim is, you know, nothing, all things considered. Yeah, I just went through, like, this weird trajectory in my head where you said 25 hours, and I was like, wow, that's a lot. And then I thought about it, I was like, oh, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Skyrim. I had not, you know, but, I mean, yeah, again, it was, it was fun, but it's also, there were things that were more kind of pressing and, like, new games that came out and stuff, so... All that to say, I didn't want that to happen to Ease 8. I knew there, the end was in sight, theoretically, you know. I was about probably uh probably 28 hours or so into it before friday and then friday night saturday and a bunch of sunday i i played it just a bunch and then finish it up monday night like as i was going to bed and it was honestly great if so whoever's out there if you're listening and you like rpgs uh it's not it's an action rpg um so in, in some ways, a little bit similar to Xenoblade Chronicles, but not in the like in that you can choose moves and stuff, but it's actually like responsive. So you're not you know, that's like halfway turn based kind of thing. It's per- fairly unique, I guess. Um, but this is just a standard, you know, you hit buttons and it does stuff. It's a little bit hack and slashy. It's just good and fun. But the story like just felt didn't have like a ton of fake endings like some RPGs do <laughs> where it's like, oh, you finish the thing like nope never mind everybody's actually evil and you got to kill everybody now oh never mind you know like that kind of stuff it uh right. it just flowed well so that was that was really fun uh i enjoyed it quite a lot and would highly recommend it to a lot of people i played that and then just started playing uh a game that we'll be reviewing ish in a while and i can't say anything about it but that's uh that's about what i got going on these days it's a good old bunch of fun and uh yeah I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but that's that's pretty much most of the stuff. I started Crash Bandicoot. I remembered that. Um, oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw a notification on my screen where you're playing that, and I was like, ew. <laughs> so I've still been playing Yoshi here and there yep. because oh, yeah, that's same. a pretty good game. Um, it's a neat game. I like it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I, I'm probably going to finish it, but that's not going to be something that I like prioritize because right. i don't really like the the biggest thing that i have to say is like yeah this is like better than kirby as i expected eventually mm-hmm. and it's it's a yoshi game you know yep which is cool um there's interesting mechanics throughout like nintendo uh a couple hours ago they tweeted out something that i didn't know you could do apparently you can use the eggs to bounce up higher <laughs> i didn't know that was wait a thing. what you can throw your eggs beneath you uh-huh. and they propel you further up in the air. Interesting. So then you like jump off them or just when you throw it, yes. it just. It's like a grenade jump in Halo. That's awesome. I'll need to try that out. So yeah, my wife and I have been playing that a good bit and she's really enjoying it. And so yeah, I'm excited to try that out. Also, now. I feel the need 
also am contractually obligated to say product <laughs> provided by Nintendo. True. <laughs> Hashtag for um, And also for the next thing that we're going to talk about, which is Nintendo Labo VR Kit. Yeah. We now <laughs> the news this... literally dropped about some stuff for this like two minutes before we stopped recording last week too they're like um, oh yeah zelda yeah, and yeah, mario yeah. stuff i was like come on <laughs> right i noticed that yep. that was wild mm-hmm. um i feel like falcon is always the one like he messages me and he's like hey here look there's this <laughs> thing <laughs> and it's always labo vr pretty much he did message me something about the stage builder thing leaking uh-huh. for smash brothers which i guess we, we'll talk about that a little yeah, bit for sure um but yeah, so Labo VR, it's an experience. <laughs> uh, it, it's funny because like when I, I just got it like, what, like 10 hours ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. Got here, the U, UPS person dropped it off, signed for the thing. It was like, okay, cool. Um, called my uncle and was like, hey, you like things like this. Do you want to come over here and build this with me? <laughs> Um, so like on his way here, like they have like these Joy-Con holders and there's like one where that's the first thing that the game has you build. They'd be like, you built the thing. You can do this again. You know, more complex. Uh-huh. I don't understand this or why they had you do this because they could have just made you build another one because you build these a lot. They could have hmm. had you build one that you need, you know? So wait, it's just a standalone, like an irrelevant piece of thing just to show you that you yes can, what <laughs> just to be like hey this is how you build things that's so funny <laughs> and, and yeah you build these multiple times like for all of them pretty much for mm-hmm. all of the labo kits uh because you need to put the joy con in them yep it's just they are different because they attach to the thing right this though it just doesn't attach to anything you just put the thing in there and there it is well there you so go that, that was the first my first exposure to this you should display that I prominently build. in your room just at all yeah, times just, <laughs> i can hold joy cons that's just all. like i built this thing <laughs> yeah you see this i built this uh-huh. so the next thing it has you do is it has you build the the vr headset which mm-hmm. is like it's it's so interesting how they did and this is like the first labo kit that i've built mm-hmm. but not the first one that they sent the okay. first one they sent i had them send to justin because he has children but this one was interesting to me specifically so i was like nah i want to try this one so i had them send it to me mm-hmm. <laughs> um so the, the whole time that i'm building this i'm like impressed by like how well they do this where it's like they they not only did they build this out of cardboard but they built it out of cardboard in a way that other people mostly children are going to also build this out of cardboard Mm, (laughs) and i'm like that like that took some some doing you know what i mean like i i wouldn't like i would have killed to be a fly (laughs) on the wall in that planning session to be like all right this is the schematics for this you know like (laughs) yeah no kidding i wonder how many prototypes of each of those things there would have been too because that's just like the engineering for something that's got to be simple but also sturdy and like cardboard you know like that kind of stuff is it's kind of like uh making origami or whatever where you just you're just folding paper and putting it together and then it turns into a thing that like you know somewhat sturdy and it's just crazy i mean it's it's not origami but in the similar kind of vein of just yeah being neat And there's just like a lot of stuff where it's like, why doesn't like IKEA do like they need to like mm. go to Nintendo and be like, hey, teach us how to do this. 
<laughs> because like it, it, there's just like small simple stuff where it's like hey there's these are the parts that you need yeah it, there's a big rubber band and a small rubber band it's that simple it's not get rubber band x you know <laughs> like it's not get corkscrew b you know it's not it's not that sort of thing it's either you get the yellow screw or the gray screw <laughs> you know it's, it's just that simple and everything fits in like that yep um so like that that was another thing that i i noticed when building this thing hmm. um i didn't get a chance to like dive too deep into all the experiences yet so far at the time of recording this i plan to build and play with all of them throughout the weekend because i'm going to make a video related to labo on tuesday nice. um but not in the same vi it's not going to be like a review thing because mm -hmm. like everybody already did that yeah. it's going to be something different um but so far i like built the thing toyed around with it a little bit did a couple levels on each little like situation so the first thing obviously that i built was the vr headset i'm like neat this doesn't make me want to vomit <laughs> it doesn't look phenomenal or anything like that but like that's expected yeah. i think the biggest thing that people were like worried about was like will this work is it gonna like mm -hmm. is it gonna make me want to like puke my brains out yeah and i would say it definitely works and it doesn't make me want to puke <laughs> my brains out um so that's impressive yeah uh, and the graphics are like serviceable like it looks like a wii game does it feel like i mean because there's something to be said for i don't know i played a vr experience uh it was it was on a vive but the game itself that i was playing wasn't you know high graphics or anything it was pretty right. poly polygonal and stuff but it still mm -hmm. felt really immersive just because of you know the way it's set up like do you does it feel kind of like that and like does your brain kind of forget about the fact that you know the graphics aren't phenomenal and all that kind of stuff it feels kind of like um especially with like the tactile like nature of a lot of the stuff it feels like you're like at an, an amusement park with like the 4d sort of situations mm, you right know? yeah where it's like it's not necessarily like the best most realistic thing in the world but it's like it feels like it shouldn't be something that you have in your house <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah that's a good like, way to put it for sure yeah so it's like it's that sort of thing where i'm like yo this is dope mm -hmm. <laughs> like that that you're able to like just pick this up and do this thing here yeah um and i think that the 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 whole thing of like building the blaster and the camera and stuff like that adds to it more than just being like here's some move controllers or some oculus touch or whatever because mm -hmm. you're at least cognizant of that like i'm holding oculus touch that's what i'm holding yeah but with labo it adds this whole thing of like you might not be as immersed visually but you're more immersed physically mm -hmm. that's really and cool it's just, yeah it, it, like the first thing that i built other than the vr headset was the blaster because it's the thing that takes the longest it's like two hours wow yeah like legit two hours <laughs> it was probably even a little bit longer than that mm -hmm. um but that's what their estimate is is about two hours uh and i was like yeah i'm getting this out of the way first and it's crazy how like throughout that you're like okay like it's, it's coming together and then you play with it and you're like wow like it's weird that this feels this solid <laughs> and i made this out of cardboard uh -huh. man <laughs> i think like there was a lot of apprehension going around beforehand and like you said i think that like you'd feel sick or that any of that kind of stuff which i think are very valid criticisms of potentially right. but at the same time, some of it felt a lot like when I was, I was actually talking to Justin about it a little bit in the, um, 
uh, in the Discord a couple mm. weeks ago. But it was like before the Switch came out, everybody that was like, well, I don't know, the battery life's going to suck and the, it's only going to be a 720p screen and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, like all the things that technically all of those are kind of true, but somehow, you know, it doesn't take away from the full experience at the, at the same I time. Think, I think people get too lost in the weeds right. with that stuff mm-hmm. where it's like, especially in regards to Nintendo, because like it's been proven time and time again that Nintendo knows how to do a lot with a little. Yeah. For like sure. that's their thing mm-hmm. that's how they persisted for so long um so it, it, it's it's hard for me to look at something just on paper and be like well i don't know how that's going to work mm-hmm. because like i always feel like that with <laughs> nintendo and they made it work yeah. <laughs> you know uh-huh. i'm not the engineers they are mm-hmm. so it, it's like that on that end if they're like hey we're coming out with this thing and it's going to work at this point i'm like okay yep like I'm, I'm not i'm less on the skeptical side of like i don't think this is going to work out well mm-hmm because i'd like, rather just wait stuff, and see at that point yeah right exactly like even the stuff that people didn't like grasp onto like the wii u for instance it worked mm-hmm. it just wasn't something that people wanted right you know it is interesting so to like, compare that kind of thing though with like not the wii u but them you know having ingenuity and it working but then there's some really simple things that either there's a reason they just haven't told us why they haven't done it, but like stuff like folders on the switch and like right. just little quality of life things it's like that's so odd that there's really obvious little things that you know anybody would be able to come up with but for some reason they haven't done them but then things that take you know on paper just don't make any sense at all or seem like they wouldn't work and actually and they find at least the best possible way within their means to get it to function anyway (laughs) so i think that's just a matter of priorities right you know yeah for sure Where it's like we look at it and we're like this is so simple like they could easily do this and they're Mm -hmm. like yeah but we don't really care about that so (laughs) we're going to put the team that works on stuff like that Mm -hmm. on something else and it's like looking at like the videos that i made about like what their teams do like the team that works on that has other os stuff to make you know like they're making the mm-hmm. os for labo that's what they're worried about you know yeah, like they're right. they're designed and stuff like that um where i i feel like the, eventually they'll get some people on that but right now it's just like not something that they care to to worry mm-hmm. about let's and start a petition because I, I, I want to organize my switch <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> i have a lot of games yeah and i didn't even think about that you know because mm. it's like i mean for the most part i'm just like i have a lot of games but i'm not thinking about like i'm gonna go back and play that game that i haven't touched in three months you yeah. know so i'm not scrolling through anyway like the mm-hmm. games that i want to play are all right there because they get pushed to the front when you play them yep yeah it's not so. one of those things i mean that among lots of other things is one of those things where it's like it's it's an option that i want to have but it really won't change my day-to-day life pretty much at all it's just right. that i like looking for example at my computer desktop and being like yep there's two folders on here and then everything yeah. else is in there so similarly i'd like looking at my switch and you know you can only see four games right now but having that be four folders instead and that's it you know and everything's just in yeah there. like it'd be cool. and i agree with that but at the same it's time practically speaking you're thing, right it's just not gonna right. matter so much i think <laughs> that's the biggest thing for them is like the stuff that you look at and you're like well i wouldn't like it wouldn't kill me to not have this mm-hmm. and they're like okay cool <laughs> you know like they, they stop listening there when you're like it wouldn't kill me if i didn't have it all right uh-huh. good yeah and they're they're like moving on to the next thing let us know when it's killing you yeah i think and then we'll fix yeah it. So, and some of the like this whole conversation remind, obviously we're not talking about it right now but my video from this past week that's just like 
reminds me of that kind of a thing where there's just a lot of yeah. little obvious things that could be so easy to do where it's like it doesn't take a lot of creative thinking to come up with some of these things and that's just not where their brain's at and like just that they'd rather you know it they'd rather spend their energy on stuff that kind of wows as, as they've said before or is like innovative or whatever instead of doing the things that like konami with castlevania collection where it's like yes that's awesome we're very happy about that but it's such an obvious and easy or it should be such an obvious and easy thing to do for konami or whatever but konami's not doing anything else that's worth anybody's time <laughs> so i don't know it's just yeah thing um on the labo stuff did you say so you got to play the games were any of the game yeah thoughts on those in general okay so the first game that i played was the blaster one well i played uh there's like um for the the headset itself there's a couple games where it's like platformers and stuff like that that mm-hmm. was neat <laughs> you know i need to play more of that it was yeah. kind of like the uh what is that game called astro boy it's like that okay astro bot, astro bot? yeah yeah, it's like it's kind of like that sort of vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was neat. I was like, "Cool." <laughs> uh, there's like a level where it's like you got to climb up to the top of the thing. There's another one where you got to break the, break the blocks over your head by like breaking them with your head. Yep. Um, so I played a couple of those, and then after that, I was like, "Okay, time to get to the blaster." So after I built that, that's like the one where it was like, "Yeah, this is like that." like universal studios sort of situation mm-hmm. where you go through and you shoot all the toys with buzz light here that's what that is <laughs> and there's like a boss fight and stuff like that and i was like this just makes me want them to do a splatoon thing with this yeah like that's what i want and i'm gonna make a video about that stuff but <laughs> the, the, everything that i play i'm like but like why not do it with this though yeah so I wonder Spoilers, if the sales of yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if the sales of Labo VR will influence how much support they give to other software. Which I guess brings us kind of into that next point of the you know the news we missed last week of of Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey getting Labo stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. Which I'm kind of bummed that that didn't come day and date, but I guess yeah, we'll talk about that. I guess that's later. just, um, I mean, I don't actually have that as a news bit in here because I figured it would just tie into this. So we can go ahead and start talking about that too if you want. Um, yeah. But I figure it's just to give it an extra bump a little bit later. So like people will get it yeah. now and everybody will hear about like, oh, the Labo actually is great, you know? And then by the time that comes out, it'll come back around. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like this is like easily the best received one critically. Yep, 100%. Like, I was like ready to see reviews of like, this is terrible, it doesn't <laughs> look great, blah, blah. And the first review I saw was from Game Explain, and they're like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. And I don't know if I'm, again, I didn't spend as much time with it as I'm sure they have because um, I just got it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's pretty neat, you know, yep. like, um, I haven't really had the urge to like dive into VR that much, and this makes me want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that a, a big part of that is because I have it now, right? You yeah. know, <laughs> but I can say that like when this was announced, I was like, yes, I want to try this. Mm-hmm. Whereas like with PlayStation VR, like I remember. Um, when I was still going to full cell, my dad came to see me and he was like, Hey, let's try that PlayStation VR thing. And I could have like, I was doing the whole YouTube thing. I was with TJ. I could have bought it, but he was like, I'll buy it. And I'm like, nah, I don't really care about that. So like, <laughs> I turned that down and I wasn't paying for it again. Yeah. Um, so it was like, I, I don't know. 
maybe it's just the the tactile thing was enough to make me want to like pull the trigger or you know hey, spend the, the time <laughs> blast yeah <laughs> but yeah you know like spend the time with it yeah because like the move controller is like i don't want to do this outside of vr why would i want to do it in right, there yeah it looks so silly too like that's just i mean which i'm sure so does this with, so does this yeah that's that's <laughs> but, true but it's like a quirky kind of silly as opposed yeah. to like i'm playing skyrim and doom and right. vr but you're like right. got this little colorful ball thingy on a I stick the adult we remotes <laughs> yeah. you know like you're, which you're I'm like sure trying to take you for serious. like ps5 with psvr stuff i'm sure they'll have stuff that looks way better and you know is cool with that so that's that'll be good I mean, even oculus touchless kind of dumb. yeah <laughs> so I don't, I don't know how you can make I did it look see, actually uh i was just watching i don't know what it was called to be honest uh it was i guess some new vr thing and one of my coworkers was watching something on it but it's like it's got um your your hands are holding something that also kind of has it's like a i don't know the best way to describe it um it like grips onto your hand essentially. So like has a strap that like pulls onto your hand part. So you don't have to be using your fingers to hold onto it, uh -huh. if that makes sense. Um, and then, yeah. but you can press your fingers and like to grip stuff and it'll show your fingers moving with it or something along those lines, oh. which actually like for that reason, you know, like the first thing you did was just like flip off the camera and stuff because <laughs> you can do that. So, um, that looked, you know, pretty, it still looks a little silly, but at least functionality wise and immersion, probably kind of the next step up from, you know, just holding a controller where you press a button. Cause then at this point you're just using your hands like your hands. But yeah. See the thing that like the immediate thought that came to my mind after like really looking into like how this works and stuff like that, like how the um, lab OVR works. I'm like that, if that does well, that could really drive the switch forward in terms of like technologically because mm -hmm. like if that's their solution yeah to vr they don't have to worry about the same stuff that like playstation does because like all they had to do to update the resolution of the headset is by upping the resolution on the switch itself mm -hmm. yeah. so like if they if they give that enough horsepower and they like switch out the panel to a 1080p one yep. that's the playstation vr right there yeah so it's like just just stuff like that of like that would have this two pronged attack of like making the VR better and also which even 1080p is not great for VR. Uh, that right. They still have the screen door effect with um, PlayStation VR. So it wouldn't be perfect, but it would be better, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think definitely the uh, PSVR. I think with a lot of VR things, maybe some of the not fear exactly, but the thing is like you you know, the hardware could be cool, but you're not really sure about what the software would be and that you would right. get into. So like there's, there's definitely a, a hindrance there, a roadblock there. Whereas with this, at least it has, even if it's just dumb, you know, silly games to play, it's got stuff already with it that it's like people you've heard people say like, Oh, these are fun games. So at least, you know, you know, it's a fun experience and it's really cheap all things considered. So it's like, yeah. I mean, compared that, to $300 more. To like the, that brings me to like the labo the garage thing and i need to toy around with that and see how it mm -hmm. works on the like maker side of it but like i feel like this is missing a lot by not being connected man to the that's exactly what i was whole, gonna like, say mario maker situation <laughs> absolutely like, this could like and a lot of people are talking about that where it's like it's funny how nintendo just included dreams as like a side <laughs> project yeah. you know uh, it like, but like, what if they actually did yep. and they made it connected to the internet and it was Mario Maker but in VR? Like, that would be so dope. It really would. So I dope. mean, because the thing is, like, 
apparently, again, from just watching Game Explains thing, it looks like it's really, you know, it has a lot of functionality in the garage, but it's also that means that it's pretty complicated and kind of probably beyond my capabilities to do anything better than just something boring. <laughs> and so yeah. that said, you know, it's it's cool that it's there, but I'm not going to get nearly as much out of it as somebody who will spend, you know, three months making some cool little game in there that would be able to share. It. And then you can just play everybody's little things like that kid that made the um, Super Mario Maker in uh, Little Big Planet 3. Yeah, the coolest right. thing, you know, like that you can do stuff like that, but without being able to share it. Yeah, it's just stuck to well, I'm not going to make anything good. So, yeah, the fact that that's not on it, online is it, not super surprising because, like, I guess, you know, some people can make stuff that's inappropriate there, which, again, they can yeah. do on Mario Maker, but just not to the same degree. But you could have systems for that. You know, I don't know. There's ways around yeah, I it. I mean, it seems like, 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 they could have people vet it yeah. or, or whatever. Because people will make I, fewer of them know. for sure than people would make Mario Maker levels. So you right. could have somebody really vet each of those games. Probably, I would guess. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, I, I guess it really just depends on how much the how well the game does yeah. anyway. You know, like, even if the game sells 20 million units, it's all 20 million units. Mm-hmm. So put a team on police and that, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. At that point, you know, like it's a lot more people, but it's a lot more people. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it kind of exactly. balances out. Mm-hmm. Um, so like and in the world of software updates, hopefully this game does well. And they're like, oh, shoot, let's uh, let's implement that. Yeah, that would be very dope. So and I, I assume it sounds like your video on Tuesday is going to be about, you know, what games will integrate with VR, or what experiences they should do. So I won't. Yeah, bring so that like, up too for much. The most part, we'll what I'm going to do, that, but. for the most part, spoilers. What I'm going to do is like I'm going to like talk about my experience with it and say I did this and I did this and this makes me think that they should do this and then talk about ideas on that. Yep. So like for the blaster, spoilers. Probably talk about <laughs> that Splatoon thing, um, stuff like that. Yep. So you get the inside track on my next video this Tuesday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, YouTube.com/slash Fanatic Four. There you go. There's a little <laughs> little horn for you. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, cool. Let's um any if unless you have any last thoughts on VR, let's get into the the first of our. We've only got a couple news bits because this week was super slow. Besides the, um, I was I was dreading. Everybody's playing Labo VR. Everybody's true. doing. True, and also because everybody thought there was going to be a direct, and I was like. I was really dreading that we were going to get a, a direct mini on Thursday. I was like, please don't let this happen because if <laughs> yeah. so, everybody Rip on Wednesday video. was, well, not even that, but like everybody on Wednesday was like, and this is why you shouldn't listen to, you know, people that you don't trust, blah, blah, blah. And I, if, if it turned oh, yeah. out there was a direct mini, then you know that Game Informer would have just been like, yeah, I told you so, even if they didn't really know. And I was like, no, I don't. I didn't trust them anyway, to be honest. But yeah, that just I mean, I just don't like. And this is a <laughs> bit of a tangent, but I'm like conflicted on stuff like that. Mm, where yeah. like Spider Man's a good example, where everybody was like, "Put the Sam Raimi suits in Spider Man," blah blah, and they're being like real gross about it. Mm-hmm. And then they eventually, like for a long time, they're like, "No, we'll do it. When we, like if we want to. No, you don't dictate what we do." Blah blah, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. And then they eventually do it. Granted, <laughs> that was in the works for a long time. You don't flip yeah. the switch on stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but it looks like to the public that they won. 
So yeah. it's like, that's how we get the thing that we want. We cry mm-hmm. about it. So yeah. it's like, I, I, I'm conflicted on that where it's like, as a fan, I want to be able to get a Nintendo Direct, uh-huh. but I also don't want other fans to look at people throwing the fit mm-hmm. and getting what they want. And it looks like it's a result yep. of them throwing a fit. I mean, it's like a Waluigi and Smash kind of thing. Like, I honestly, yeah. I love Waluigi and Smash, but at this point right now with the climate as it is, as far as just like, well, I mean, nobody's been making a huge stink about it recently, but at this point it would seem like if he if he came as a fighter that it was a lot of people would take that as, Oh, it's because we had an uproar about it, which maybe in very specific situations, you know, has been the case before, but I, it just, it, regardless of even whether it's true or not, that that's what caused that to happen, which I don't think would, would be the case. I just don't think it's going to happen. Period. It just, it sets a bad precedent for people to be whiny and, you know, kind of just unappreciative um, of the awesome work that already is done and that people are doing and you know it's just a lot better to it's everybody will like i personally will be happier if instead of like always asking for more stuff i'm just like cool you know what you've provided is great and then like there's a difference between begging for stuff or whining for stuff versus the videos that we do that's like giving creative ideas because like like you've said a lot of times we know this stuff's not going to happen or very little of it's going to happen but the stuff that will is like oh dope that was awesome (laughs) yeah it's like i i never go into making a video like man i love this idea so much that it better happen or i hate whatever does (laughs) yeah exactly it's like this would be neat and if it happens i get to do the switch 2018 thing where i uh that that first video mm-hmm. where i was like you know it'd be neat, a mega man game on switch and then a mega man game came to switch <laughs> and i get to make that whole fun bit where it's like i'm a prophet and people should all listen to me you know <laughs> exactly so and then yeah. the stuff that doesn't happen it's like i get to just you know like mm-hmm. it was just a bit you know it's just fun yeah <laughs> man but yeah i mean ed with the direct stuff i think like you said too it's just like uh, i don't know i don't want I don't want the culture to be, it's, it's so funny just looking at those tweets and like, you just can't really at Nintendo's tweets when everybody's, you know, just asking for directs and stuff. Um, because you can't really say anything, even trying to make jokes on there is also cliche at this point. So the best you can do would be theoretically would just be to then reply to the actual tweet. Like if they tweet about fire emblem heroes on the day that you thought they were going to announce a direct, just reply like cool fire emblem heroes is great <laughs> or whatever yeah. so but yeah they and you know all things considered they may still have one in april but they also very well may not the only things like we really need is just super mario maker 2 just needs a release date at some point soon um yeah and then besides that like we're pretty much good all things it's considered really just the thing of like that's why i didn't do the whole because i did mention that i think that there's going to be a direct right before e3 yeah but i didn't say there's going to be an april direct for sure mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah where it's like because the only thing that i'm pretty sure on is that we'll get one before e3 because yep. there's a lot of stuff that i doubt that they're going to just put in a tweet you know yeah right like some of the stuff maybe but like yoshi's not mario maker right <laughs> so yeah, i yeah. can't see them being like hey mario maker june 2nd especially because <laughs> we've gotten so much more stuff for yoshi beforehand that it would just make sense, but they could theoretically do just a Mario maker two direct the way they've done with smash before or something along those lines, you know, like it's, I mean, I, I also think probably there, there will be an April direct, like you said, but it's like, if there's not, I'll also be fine. <laughs> right. I'm sad. I just checked what day, uh, June 2nd was and it's a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's June 2nd? 
I just threw out a oh, random gotcha. date, and I was like, it, "What day is that?" And like, what if that's to today? Events, but yeah. it's a Sunday, so I, it's not I would guess happen. probably it's towards the back half of June. Also, just because we haven't gotten the date yet, just seems like probably. It, at this point i don't know man maybe it's during e3 yeah. like how yoshi was during pax yeah true or uh arms was like the two days after e3 or during e3 or something like that that'd be rough i don't know if i'm going to e3 or not i might but who knows yeah uh and if i do and the same thing that happened with yoshi <laughs> happens with mario i'm going to be sad yeah because everybody being wrapped up in uh packs they were like oh yeah i forgot we got to send out those coats mm, yep. <laughs> so it's like it took me a while to get you i got it like that monday or something oh, like man. that wow so it's like Oof. yeah but yeah so all that to say cool stuff crazy and wonderful but the first bit of news that we have i mean a lot of this has been kind of news but the first one that yeah. we're just actually transitioning into is a uh, disney plus got announced early i mean we already knew about it in theory that it was something like this um but it's for sure going to be coming to ps4 and they showed off screenshots of it on switch and xbox one so we can assume it's also coming to switch whenever that may be whether it's at launch or later and uh disney plus is something it's not video games but it's stuff that a lot of people that like video games also like so let's talk about that also, for a minute. Also, it's coming to Switch. So like, yeah, you know, very important. <laughs> that's relevant. Yeah. Also, I talk a lot about how like Disney is basically like they're the like entertainment industry or like movie industry version of Nintendo. I like, said the exact Nintendo same thing to a coworker today. <laughs> that's what they do. Yeah. Nintendo follows their model to a T. Yep. Like they, they like the vault both, kind that, of thing. That's just like, because yeah. like it's their only actual peer. Mm-hmm. Because like everybody looks at like their their um like peers as Sony and Microsoft, but really like Nintendo's more so in the IP business than they are in the console business. Mm, you know, right? Like the thing that drives Nintendo's value is the fact that they have Mario, is the fact that they have Pokemon, is the fact that they have like smash brothers you know like that mm-hmm. that sort of thing um so like how disney drives their business forward and says well you know like you're gonna have to buy the next thing because like if you don't buy it it's gonna go in the vault and you'll regret it you know like <laughs> nintendo does that uh-huh. sort of thing yeah i mean pretty much exactly with snes games or whatever like that we haven't gotten those on switch because they were like well we're just gonna wait until it's the right time to put them out and you know they use they use their classic stuff in the same way that Disney does as current incentive, which is just not the case for, you know, other companies in quite the same way. They can't do that. Like, how are you going to eventize little big planet? Right. You know, yeah. like that's not that's not the same thing as a Mario maker. Nobody's going to, like, lose their minds over little big planet. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's also just talking about Disney Plus in general. Uh, I was already pr- fairly sold on it. Like just, you know, it's got a bunch of Avengers related Marvel, you know, s- shows coming and some other ones as well. Like there's a Hawkeye one and a, um, a Loki show and something else as well that I, I don't remember, but so all that's really cool. But then my coworker just told me this morning that, uh, all of the Simpsons is going to be on there. So yep. that's the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> There's, yeah, I'm it's definitely also getting like it now. way cheaper than I thought. Yeah, like, I'm very you, happy you about would that. Think, you would think that they would try to be like, 
we're Netflix, yeah. you know? Like, it's $16 a right. month. Yeah. What else are you going to do? Not watch Disney IP? Uh-huh. You know, like, that sort of thing. But they, like, undercut pretty much everybody. It's, like, on par with Hulu. Which, it's, yeah, and with the Hulu with ads, too, because Hulu without ads is still, like, $12, because yeah. that's what we've got because we're losers and stuff. Yep. But I think I thought about it, too. Part of why that makes sense is that so far, I, it's possible that their profit margin actually wouldn't really change at all because with their movies on Netflix, Netflix takes some kind of a cut, you know, of all of their royalties yeah. and stuff like that. Whereas now they've got their own thing. Obviously, they'll be making new stuff for it. Like, again, the Loki show and the Hawkeye and blah, 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 all that stuff. But everything that's already there, they're putting a lot of that like they'll have new shows coming out on disney plus as well that will also be coming out on regular tv like the simpsons as an example you know that's coming out on regular tv so they're still making new products that'll bring people to the service and will be making its own money on tv as well Um, although maybe the fan base or the user base will be split a little bit from that but like not not any more than it already is i guess because the people that still watch cable tv if they don't if they don't move over to stuff for like Netflix or whatever, then you know, they're stuck on cable TV for a long time. Also, I'd imagine that if they see some type of like resistance from people being like, Oh, I don't want to buy another subscription. Mm-hmm. I already have Hulu, I already have Netflix or yeah. whatever. Like they have if I'm uh not mistaken, yeah. they have the biggest stake yep. in Hulu now. They've got like at least sixty so percent, maybe more. They could easily just be like, well, if you have Disney Plus or more uh, realistically, if you have Hulu, then you get this subscription cheaper. Right. You know? yeah. Like you can get a bundle deal for $10 a month rather than paying the $6 a month that you're paying for Hulu and the $7 that you're paying for Disney. I would be very happy with that <laughs> personally. <laughs> <laughs> because you know that would just save us a little bit of money but yeah it's uh i mean it come in a switch too you you posed the question today whether disney plus or netflix would be coming first to switch uh mm. which which one do you think would be coming first i think just because like they were so bold to be like it's there yep. you know like look at it <laughs> you know <laughs> like netflix didn't do nothing like that mm-hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if that was like day and date and netflix still wasn't there because yeah. they're like everybody's playing hot potato with that where it's like nintendo's like you know netflix they didn't do it you know talk to them and netflix is like nintendo they're not letting us do it talk to them <laughs> and then hulu's just sitting there and it's like we've been on here yeah. for years <laughs> Which, I mean, that makes sense, too. If Hulu's on there, Disney Plus, I'm sure, you know, it could share resources of some yeah, sort. Disney so, knows the guy that helped them put Hulu yeah. on the on Switch. So, <laughs> they yeah, know yeah. that dude. <laughs> they just got to call him up and say, hey, get us on there, too. What's up, George? Just get us on a uh, yeah. Nintendo Switch, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... Uh, I agree. <laughs> at this point, if Netflix's not on now, like, it's probably going to be at some point, but I don't know why... I don't know why it hasn't gone there yet. Uh, actually, I think, was it Lizdrin? I think in the QA actually has a question about uh, if anybody actually wants Netflix on Switch, which, uh, I mean, since we're talking about it, I'll go ahead and ask it now, and we'll talk about it now instead of in the QA. Uh, but yeah, Lizdrin right. asks, does anyone actually want Netflix on the Switch? I feel like 99... 99- I don't... Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I went to go um, install YouTube on my Switch, mm-hmm. and then the Switch... And every YouTube app yep. tells me to link it on something that is better for watching YouTube on 
to watch it on the thing. So it's like, mm-hmm. if I have to go to my computer anyway to set this up, I'm just going to watch it on my computer. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. like, it, it just like, and I always had that thought of like, before I even knew that it was going to do that, like, I this has the means to type. I can type things on this. So just let me log in. Yep. And since it did, it was like, I, okay, you know, honestly, like, this is, I tried, yeah. to get, I tried to throw you a bone and use your app, <laughs> but now it's like, no, this is one of the situations. I think the typing thing is a very good point. Um, I mean, if you're using a primarily handheld, you can, you know, type with your fingers and all that good stuff. I mean, yeah. which you normally do the same way that I can on my, on an yeah. iPad or a phone, but or, you know, so yeah, exactly. The typing thing's a great point, especially if you're watching it on your TV, like that's going to be annoying. And then also like this kind of is one of the few things that does come back to the folders issue for me where yeah i don't want youtube to be all the way up at the front of my games all the time like i want the things that i'm actively playing to be up there and just like that's just taking up space like it's just kind of annoying for it to be up there but if there were folders then maybe i'd pop in and be fine with that because i'm just apparently a little bit ocd i guess that's not a real thing to be a little bit ocd just saying but nevertheless (laughs) um it's you know i just like it to stay organized and that just feels wrong to me to have that up there which speaking of organized this is completely off topic but just as a slight tangent i spent probably like an hour at work talking to my friend mitch and trying to figure out how i can organize all my old pokemon cards (laughs) in a better way because right now i've got them in uh organized where like just by number so that means i've got like 25 pikachu cards in a sleeve behind each other in like just oh all packed God. together and yeah exactly so it's it's bad i think i figured something so out you're just, so <laughs> you're just having a breakthrough today yep i it's one of those things like i haven't gotten new pokemon cards in a good while but like it's in the back of my mind that i'd, I'd like to do something with them and have them be fair and fun but you know whatever what can you do but yeah, all that to say netflix and and stuff uh lizard's comment also goes on to say <laughs> i feel like 99 percent of people either a already have plenty of ways to watch something on netflix or b don't have netflix and it coming to switch wouldn't change that you're absolutely right <laughs> i agree but there's a lot of people that are like well i want it <laughs> yeah. basically where it's like maybe i don't want to use that device maybe mm-hmm. i want to use this one specifically yeah <laughs> and it's like i guess sure why not yeah i but mean it's just like and thinking about the typing thing, I guess now that I'm thinking about it a little more practically, when I use YouTube, I have subscriptions anyway, so I mostly just go to ones I'm already subscribed to. So the only downside of using it on a on like my TV or whatever, which I typically don't do anyway, I use it on my phone or my computer. But if I use it on my TV, the downsides are I don't like the video nearly as often and I don't leave any comments ever because that's way right. too much work. Um, yeah. But and yeah. like on the creator end, I appreciate their existence on consoles because yeah. generally people watch videos longer on consoles uh, or just yeah. on TV in general. Right. Like just generally on TV, they watch them all because it feels like entertainment and rather than a quick pop in and pop out sort of thing. I think it's mostly because it's not as it's not as easy to <laughs> click off. <laughs> that's you know? true. Yeah. I think that's mostly why. Uh-huh. But like it's also that you know yeah. where people just leave it on. Um, and the, the app kind of like encourages those longer watch sessions by being like, hey, man, either you let us do it or you click around on this mess, you know, like either mm-hmm. you just sit here and go to the uh, autoplay or you grab your TV remote or your switch, your Joy-Con, you know, <laughs> like, so yep. I think that's a big part of it. So, like, I appreciate it. And I like the fact that, like stuff like youtube is on switch but like as a consumer i don't care about it absolutely i yeah 
I feel the same way. <laughs> it's uh, so basically what I mean, I'm I saying want it there for other people if, that do want it. You know, that's yeah. I, I always feel that way about, you know, most things unless they're harmful in some way. But for right. myself personally, yeah, it just doesn't really make much of a difference. But, you know, I mean, if that said, if if a lot of things were there and I started to then use my switch, for example, as a media device as well, then I guess maybe I would start doing that. But I've got a smart TV, so I don't really have to. And yeah, same. I have anyway. two, and literally within what twenty feet of me. Yeah, <laughs> and also a PlayStation and an Xbox and even <laughs> Wii U. You know, uh-huh. like there's so many devices in this one room that can play Netflix. Yep. My phone has a higher resolution than my Switch. Yeah, true. I don't know if yeah, I guess mine does. It does it has 1080p. I think. I don't know. <laughs> There's just so many better options. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. So um, but hey. Yeah. But I'm excited about Disney Plus now that I know the Simpsons are coming. Is there, okay, so like this is kind of a tangent yeah. in terms of like uh our subject matter. Mm-hmm. But since there's not that much news anyway, and gaming doesn't want to talk about any about anything, you know what I mean? Is there any like thing on here that you're interested in other than The Sims? Oh, I mean, definitely, yeah. There's a lot of things that I would I would watch if I had it. Like, I mean, all of the Marvel stuff. That said, there's a lot of Marvel stuff on Netflix, and I haven't watched it in a long time, so maybe not. But the Marvel shows, I would definitely watch those. Like again, the Loki and Hawkeye one, and, and so there's a lot of. But besides that, I haven't actually looked at a list of what's going to be on there, so I would have to think. But I like, have a list uh-huh. right in front of me. Star Wars shows. Yep. The Mandalorian. Yep. I would watch that. Uh, Untitled. Goose Game. I don't know how to say his <laughs> name. How do I say his name? I don't know. Star Wars which, fans are going to be mad wait, at me. How do you C- say which person? Super name? fans. C-A-S-S-I-A-N Andor. <laughs> Um, C A S S I and Cassian Andor. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, Whoever that is. I don't know. Obi Wan if... miniseries. Oh, that's uh, fun. Star Wars: The Clone Wars series. Yep, I've all, uh, I have wanted to watch that. I've heard that's that's really good. Um, <laughs> later in one of the comments, Grim Haynes like Parker, don't fail me on the Star Wars stuff. And I enjoy Star Wars, but I'm not nearly as much of a diehard Star Wars fan as I'd probably enjoy being if I yeah. spent the time. <laughs> I like I like Star Wars. I've seen all the movies. Yep. Don't know nothing about like the extended universe and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So like, but yeah. I've heard great and a lot things of character about names are like, yeah. except for like the obvious, like the big ones. Like I'm not saying oh by Ben. You know, like I know who Obi Wan is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. um, but aside from that, Untitled Muppet series. Oh. <laughs> Love it. Monsters Inc. Cool. Uh, interesting. I don't know um, how I. If I'm being honest, I don't know how I feel about like move. Hmm, there's sometimes that it works like movies that then become TV shows or whatever, but specifically kids movies that become TV shows are often not very good. Um, yeah. I feel like, like uh, Tangled was uh, obviously, I didn't know that became a yeah, show. It, was, it I might've been no short lived. I don't know. And, and it actually was, was um, my immediate thought went to like the Her- Hercules had one. Mm-hmm. Um, Little Mermaid had one. And I feel like they were better back in the 90s because... Aladdin had yeah. one? They had a Lion King one recently, and that was dumb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw very little of it, but enough to be like, no, no thanks. Then again, yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't generally like the Disney 
I mean, anything Disney Channel in the past. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things that is sometimes just on at my in-laws because it's like, ah, just a, you know, lighthearted background thing. And it's it's just painful to watch because nowadays, instead of the kids being silly and fun and kind of dumb and the parents being a a little bit oblivious, but mostly just kind of straight man, you know, parents. Now it's that the parents are super dumb and the kids are all super sarcastic, which is just kind just annoying. (laughs) Like, I don't love that. (laughs) And I feel like it teaches kids to. I, if I watched that as a kid, then I'd be like, "Oh, I can be a smart Alec. Yo, That's going to be great." Legit, legit. Yeah. That's my my niece. She <laughs> teeters on that, and I'm like, "Yo, not today, not today, not today." Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, yes, I am quite interested in a lot of the stuff that'll be on Disney Plus. Um, so, but it's one of those things where, like, I could have made myself care not care just enough if it were twelve dollars and it didn't have The Simpsons, then I would have been like. I will decide not to care in the same way that I haven't seen game of Thrones. And I know that like I would be super interested in the lore and all that stuff. But at this point it's like, no, it's too late. I've just decided I'm not going to care. (laughs) I just don't care because I like some nerd stuff. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But we all know I love fantasy nerd stuff. So yeah. Like the second I hear like, like the, like the typical like fantasy accents and like the stuff that they tell I'm like, nope, (laughs) I'm out of it. You know, like that's what happened with Diablo and that's what spawned the whole nerd stuff uh-huh. thing. Cause I was like, Hey Bob, I can't see this game, but that sounds like some nerd <laughs> stuff. Um, and like, it's just an instant turn off. Like literally the only fantasy thing that I care even a little bit about is Zelda. Mm-hmm. Everything else. I'm like, Nope. Yeah. I, he said, mm-hmm. he said dwarf. I'm not with it. <laughs> is elf the same thing? Yeah, oh, I love elves. It's just a fun. I don't know. It's although the first time when my mom and I read The Hobbit when I was growing up, and you know she was like, and they came to the Elven Kingdom, blah blah blah. I definitely imagined them as uh, like Santa's elves, and so like the first full time that we read through that book, I was just picturing like, all right, the hobbits, they're tiny. And the elves, I guess they're just a little bit taller and they're like, funny, you know, like just was picturing Christmas elves. And my mom never really stopped in that read through, at least to be like, by the way, elves aren't like it's different. There's another whole kind of elves. So I uh, just, you know, Lord of the Rings with some Keebler elves in there. <laughs> yeah. So Game of Thrones is some nerd stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's also a Game of Thrones game uh, on Switch coming to Switch. Apparently is there somebody somebody emailed me about that. And I'm like, I don't care. Interesting. <laughs> What's I mean in what's the context of the game? Like is it just a didn't I just say I don't care? I mean you sure <laughs> I did. Just, <laughs> I have no clue about that game. I just saw the subject line uh Game of Thrones Nintendo Switch. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um Reigns, Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. I'm guessing uh if this is I could be wrong about this, but I think there was a game called like Reign of King and Queen or something like that. Is this a card game? Yes. So, oh, I super don't care now. I think, <laughs> and I I could be wrong. The only card game I care about and that I want when it comes to Switch is Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm. Konami hit me up. Dope. Yes, that would be. Cool. Wait, that's Konami. Yes. Weird. I definitely would have thought that was like I don't know Bandai or something. That's so funny. Nope. Weird. Konami. They have the rights to the card game too. Wow. Like the physical cards. Yu-Gi-Oh! is fun. I started re-watching it recently. I might have mentioned that a couple weeks ago, but it's just a, it's just a fun old time. Yeah. 
It's that's uh, true. And Yu-Gi-Oh is like another thing where it's like like the newer stuff. And I don't know. Maybe it's a hipster <laughs> thing. You know, maybe it's an old age thing. Yeah. But like the new past GX and even really GX is like meh. Hmm. I didn't even <laughs> know? know there was newer stuff to be honest. What after the first show? Or I, mean, I never really kept up with it to be honest. Like it was one of those things oh, okay. that I you just cared about outside of the show. Yeah, a little. Bit. Yeah, I. It was a lot of my friends or not some of my friends like enjoyed it and stuff. And I was not really elitist for Pokemon, but against Yu Gi Oh. But right. like a little bit where it was like I, I see you Yu Gi Oh. But like. I'll probably just stick over here with Pokemon. <laughs> so, I was like, yeah. obviously, like, I cared more about Pokemon, yeah. like, as far as, like, the show and the games mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But as far as the card game, I had a lot of the cards, never played that card mm. game. Uh, but Yu-Gi-Oh! was like, I was I was into the card game up until that, around that generation I was talking about. Like, yeah. the second show was, like, kind of where I started to, like, step out. You, you know, know which one I did love, though? Like, card, or not card game, but uh, show and elsewise uh beyblade i freaking love <laughs> beyblade for that too oh, but it's yeah i've tried to find the show and they've just got reboots of it and the new beyblades just suck so all that stuff <laughs> it's all dumb it's all dumb uh but yeah disney plus is not so that's the you are statement so correct for, for it's the, gonna be our non-nintendo segment <laughs> it's gonna be great and so good also uh on the just last thingy on the non-games. Uh, One Punch Man new episode out yesterday, and I watched it. Yeah, I saw, and it was good. I need to, I need to, watch, need to watch that. It. I saw a listed tweet about yeah. it, and I was like, I gotta watch this. <laughs> it's so good. I if if anybody, uh, I still gotta watch the rest of the first. Oh season. man, I'm bad at watching That's, things. It's it's really it's good. Um, it does a good job. So if anybody hasn't seen One Punch Man or doesn't know anything about it, but enjoys anime, uh, it's it's kind of a uh, anime almost it's like satire kind of but like very mild satire where um you could watch it and if you weren't quite paying attention you'd be like oh this is like real stuff but then there's just a lot of nods to um the main guy it doesn't matter just look it up it's fun it's a good old time but yeah (laughs) um something else that's a good old time is smash and uh the fact that the stage builder is going to be in it in 3.0 seems like from for all intents and purposes, this is also true. which we knew from yeah, like, uh, data mine, but then we just saw in that trailer that came out last week or this week or something. Right, I don't care <laughs> about this. Like in terms of like, because like I never used that. Like we and we talked about this before last time when it like leaked uh, yeah, from the right. data mines. Whereas like like I really don't care about this because there, there's no real way to make like really good stages in terms of like aesthetics. Uh-huh. And just like in regards to like competitively viable stages, like that could be interesting. Like if like tournament, like TOs, if they make stages, that Mm -hmm. could be neat. Um, But they're just all going to look boring in terms of like, you know, like theming. I think our best bet is if they got like a producer from the Mario Maker team to, Mm -hmm. or just a supervisor or something to step over to help out with this portion of it. Because then in that case, they could maybe, you know, implement the things that you know oh it i don't know what but something you know some there's cool just stuff not, yeah because there's just not like a lot that they can do right. you know like unless they they basically dump a zelda maker and also a mario maker and a metroid maker uh-huh. and a final fantasy maker and an everything maker <laughs> so you can put all different elements from different games within smash but like yeah. and that's just not gonna happen it's gonna be all generic crap you might get 
a, a Nintendo reference here and there, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be anything worth like, oh, I just made Twilight Town or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I just remade <laughs> um, Samus's planet, you know, like stuff like yeah. that. You, you just can't. You're not going to be able to like make anything recognizable that's not already in the game. Right. I've got hopes that that will end up not being true for some reason, but my expectations are definitely that it's going to be pretty much like what we've gotten before, but with a little bit, just a tiny bit more. (laughs) They're just like, uh, how trolly can you make this level? Uh, And like immediately never play it again. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like most of the levels that, I played in like the brawl days because again I didn't even know that we you even had yep. it like that's how little I cared about that mm-hmm. uh, mode. Um, it was just all either somebody writing their name like Logan right. literally did in his <laughs> video. He wrote Logan in his video, uh-huh. um, or just making it like all lava or cannons uh-huh. or like you know dumb stuff like that. And I I mean I'd be down if they make it better than that and you can make like competitively viable like interesting levels. I will but say I regardless of its quality, I think they are releasing it at the best possible time, specifically that when it launched with you know, when it was just like on the base Smash 4 and Brawl um for Brawl it was, I'm sure, cool. A lot of people were, you know, messing around with it or whatever. But internet yeah. culture, like, there just wasn't quite as much there to be able to share stuff and all that. And then when it came yeah. out on Smash 4, it's, you know, even if people could do cool stuff, everybody was just playing the game itself, not... Yeah, I feel like, no, but I feel like most people were in the same camp that I was yeah. in. Where it's, like, didn't even know it was a yep. thing. <laughs> Completely, like, blindsided because who cares? We just want to play Smash. Whereas right now, it's coming out you know, four months after the fact. So everybody's been playing Smash, so they can take a couple minutes to go check out this new feature that's being added. And also the fact that now Nintendo doesn't have, you know, the same copyright strike issues that they used to have. Um, They, you know, you should be able to share stuff better. And it's also before Mario Maker. So that's good because then, you know, a lot of that creative energy will go there. So like it's, it's in a poised spot to do, the cool to be able to know the coolest possible things you can do, but that's still a question of what's the top limit there. It might still be pretty low. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, something else that's uh, got a limit that's a little too low is cart sizes on Switch and their prices and stuff like that. Specifically, Wolfenstein Youngblood uh, is going to come out on day and date on Switch with all the other consoles, which is great on July 26th, but the physical, um, the physical version for Wolfenstein Youngblood will not have an actual cartridge in it. It'll just have a download code. Uh, this, this game is $30 as opposed to a full $60. Uh, but yeah, there's some stuff thoughts on all that. AJ. Um, I'm down. I played the first one. Uh, hashtag free product. <laughs> Nintendo sent me that. I don't know if they're going to send me this one or not. There, it's it's weird with third party stuff because hmm. it's rare that like I'll request a third party thing, but there's certain times where they want to be able to be like, hey, this is a game that's on Switch, and they want to do like a big push for right. it. Um, so maybe mm-hmm. I'll I'll be able to like update my thoughts on that. Uh, well, I'll probably pick it up anyway because it's thirty dollars. Yeah, so right. that's neat. Um. It's, you know, more shooters on Switch that are made by competent developer, developers. Also, I do like how much Bethesda is supporting Switch just generally. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. that's dope. First 
thing that I can think of other than I guess Mortal Kombat 11 that is coming day and date. But even Mortal Kombat, like Mortal Kombat 11 is weird because like they're they're like real cagey with it. Yeah. Like people played it at PAX. Like I literally saw the game playing at PAX. Yeah. And they're like, "Eh, we don't want to show that much, which, (laughs) uh, you know, footage. Like they release like two, three minutes of footage or something stupid like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, just show the game. Everybody knows it's not going to look like Xbox One X. Like we all understand this. It is, yeah, it is a little bit odd. I mean, I guess I can understand if they want it to look as good as it possibly can when they release that footage and, you know, that they don't want like a Digital Foundry kind of situation where, you know, they put out an early build and Digital Foundry's like, well, what does it look like? And they're like, eh, it's not that great. And then a lot of people just write it off completely. Like, I understand, yeah. I understand that for sure. But um, at the same time, but like, you can put caveats how, <laughs> Like, what are their expectations between now and launch yeah. time? Like, what is it coming out like in a couple weeks? Yeah, it's the 23rd, I think. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. It seems like, at the, I mean, at this point, they could definitely stand to put out some footage, which, I mean, again, maybe if there's, no, they wouldn't put that in a direct at this point because even if they had a direct, like, next week or something, so before the game comes out, I think that's just probably not something, well, they put it in the state of play, and so, I don't know. But typically, just, that's not the type of thing that Nintendo puts in their directs is, like, reminder here's a game they'll put out like yeah. here's some unless new information their game yeah. like they'll, they'll do it sometimes with their game or unless there's like a specific mode that's exclusive to switch or whatever which i doubt for this um but you know may happen maybe they're waiting for something like that but we'll see it sooner or later um <laughs> what are your thoughts on the physical situation yeah, I, where it's like you just get the box and you don't get the cart and all this stuff? you know i i don't really care for me personally um but I do understand that it's like uh, it's it's hard to say. It's one of those things where it's it really kind of depends for each person whether it actually matters or not. And for some people, I can I can understand that mattering. I I do also understand just the limitations of it's a thirty dollar game. Probably the file size is more than sixteen gigabytes. I would guess, which means that in that case, like yeah, they really can't afford they definitely can't afford a 32 gig but they theoretically could put in like an 8 gig and get some downloads on there or whatever because like um i know some other places have pointed out that dragon's dogma arisen is coming out in like two weeks or so and that one also is 30 dollars and is on a 16 gig cart and they're just gonna put it out anyway so you know i guess the fact that it's that one's an old game so it's a port so you know there's less money invested in it and that sense but yeah, seems like they're just trying to keep their profit margins up as much as possible, and they don't want to take the risk, probably, especially with the stuff that's happened with Fallout 76. Like, it it makes sense why they would do it. As far as, you know, being, like, appalled or offended or not caring, I'm more on the side of, like, I get it. Like, I don't really, I don't really care too much, but I do feel bad for anybody who... I just don't know. Yeah. I know people that, like, are busy, big in the physical stuff, mm-hmm. right? But for the most part, they just want the box, (laughs) you know, like to be able to have in their collection Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And like, that's understandable, I guess. Um, But like wanting the cartridge, why? All I can (laughs) imagine is like like, to be able to resell the game. But at that point, like, true, you know, I I don't know. I I don't do that anyway. So I don't have a good grasp (laughs) on. Yeah, I just feel like like at the end of the day, I don't do that. And I haven't like I I feel like the last time I did that was like when I was like 
younger yeah. and i didn't have disposable income to right. buy games so i was like either i wait until christmas or birthday or something like that or i trade in the thing to get the next yep. thing um and i regret doing yeah, that now totally. uh where it's like at the end of the day even if i don't like a game i'm wasting money yeah like i know for the most part people look at it and they're like well i'm not because i'm getting money back or whatever blah, blah blah but like at the end of the day you're still paying 60 dollars for that new game but you're getting less than what you paid for with the first game so it's like you're just it's like a, a payment plan on a credit card <laughs> or something you're paying interest <laughs> on this game and it's just like it's not worth mm-hmm. it like yeah. so in, in that regard like i i feel for the people that are like i want i just want to get the next thing and i can't unless it's birthday christmas blah blah, blah. but like at the end of the day it's, it's just not worth yep. it just wait for it just wait yeah <laughs> i mean and speaking of waiting if you don't have a switch but you really wanted to play octopath traveler you could have waited to play it on the pc because it's coming out there <laughs> I don't know if we had more thoughts on Wolfenstein, but, but that was that was like um, that whole port situation. Yeah. That was out of left field. I, what, I, I didn't expect yeah. that at also all. Also, because it hasn't even been a, it won't have been a full year, which is interesting to me. So it doesn't seem like. I mean, obviously, the Switch had exclusivity in you know in some regards, but it wasn't a full year exclusivity, which is just yeah, interesting to if, me. I wonder if they ever had like full yeah, exclusivity. That's what I wonder too. Or if it was a thing of just like because like. I would think that if they're going to put it on PC, if they're able to put it on other things, they would put it on other yep. things. So I feel like maybe Nintendo had a deal to have console exclusivity and PC was just a thing that's like, hey, if you want to do it, whatever. Yeah. And Square Enix is like, eh, mm-hmm. that's, we'll get to it when we I get agree. to it. I agree. I think that probably is is probably about right. And I think the honestly... The fact that it came out that it was exclusive to Switch, I think, really did help with the sales as well. Because there's a, you know, there's a certain amount of like, if if you own a platform and you're get and a game's coming out that's exclusive to that, then like you have more incentive to be like, yes, I will take ownership of this thing and I'm gonna buy right. it or whatever. Um, whereas yeah. if it came out to multiple platforms, including PC, I think now everybody like lots of people went in and bought it on switch but then it also got a lot of hype when it came out a lot of people wanted to play it if they didn't have a switch and they've got a pc or whatever so you know now a large upswell as well will happen so it'll have kind of two life cycles instead of having probably a stilted one life cycle that it could have had so yeah i mean and it's i don't know if anybody is like oh that's not supposed to go to pc that's a switch game you know like that's if it were Mario or something, I would definitely get that. But with this, it's Square Enix. It's third party. Like, it, you know, it was a great game. It ran its course as far as uh, this specific one. So it going somewhere else isn't really a big deal. Like, awesome that more people are getting to enjoy it, in my opinion. Right. Also, the fact that it's PC is like... Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's not really any, like, fanboy stuff of Nintendo versus PC. Like, honestly, a lot of times, like bob's uh philosophy at least when the switch first came out was that the two are the very complementary uh which i mean makes sense to me except for so many indie games are coming to switch now that it's like you know that was a big thing for pc for sure is you know playing indie games but that's right i mean it's kind of just like it's the dichotomy of like if you want the third party games you might as well get it at the best possible place if that's what you're right. in it yeah, for exactly. you know like i want the graphics the best place for that in terms of graphics is going to be pc mm-hmm. um and then you also have the switch for everything mm-hmm. else <laughs> yep and a lot of games will come out to pc that may not come out to like the xbox or something like that because you know maybe it's a jrpg or something and they just don't really care about yeah. the xbox but they'll get a switch ps4 and 
and PC or just PS4 and PC or something like that. So, so all that to say, uh, yeah, PC fans. Well, I mean, everybody listening here has a Switch probably, but that's just I'm I'm excited for them to get to try to play it. Um, I really enjoyed it. I've talked about it at least once, probably more, uh, but I I enjoyed playing it a whole lot. So there we go. Um, but you know what? Hashtag yeah. free product that I didn't get. <laughs> Logan got nice. It. <laughs> what was his thoughts on it? I don't remember if he put it. I don't know. Never knew because like, and that's why like like I eased up on letting him get the nintendo codes because i feel bad like there, there's nothing in there that says like you have to make a video about right. this right yeah but like if i'm going to request something yeah i want to at least have a tweet you know like i want to like like labo right like i immediately started making some form of content once i got the yep. thing um so on that level like i i really don't know anything about labo and is i mean uh, about uh octopath mm-hmm. because i didn't play it because of that's that. right <laughs> yeah for sure well i mean i earlier had a segue and then we kept talking so other you know what blah 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 insert segue (laughs) comments from you guys um on our videos (laughs) we made some videos this week and uh we like taking we did i mean i did i don't know about you maybe it just appeared i had no clue (laughs) that i made a video i didn't know that yeah what a pro (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so we're also we were talking about this before the show i think finally like algorithm is starting to fall back into place a little bit which is relieving a little bit a little bit we're we're ticking back up to where (laughs) we were you know eventually we'll have like the you know like the 20 ish (laughs) views that we would get Mm -hmm. you know from here like pretty often But we're, we're on our way. So just, you know, if you like our videos, just keep commenting, sharing, mm-hmm. and doing all that good dear stuff. Yep. And we appreciate everybody for just, you know, watching our videos and hanging out and having a good time and especially being part of the community, which is, you know, just honestly what, like, we love to read comments and talk about them and uh, all that stuff and just interact this with you guys. This show literally exists for that yeah. reason. Like, we made this show so we can, like, engage with the community and talk back to you talking back to yeah. us exactly so on that note uh let's hear what you have to say to us on aj's video that came out on tuesday so first up we got blastoro the uh axolot Ooh, that's a that's a thing right there love it he says i just gotta get my pikmin 4 my fave game that i played so far this year is rhythm heaven mega mix i've been planning to at least get my hands on one of the games and i did that was a choice i won't regret that is again i i responded to him on this comment it's a game that i want to check out especially after playing uh mario party or the, a series that i want to check out i don't know if i'm gonna check that one on because it's 3ds you know what i mean 3ds yeah who's playing that anymore <laughs> True. um <laughs> um but yeah like after playing the mario party like music mini games and stuff like that it's kind of like that rhythm heaven sort of scenario mm-hmm. um and like put it on switch you know what i yep. mean <laughs> absolutely uh Pikmin 4 also, yes, please. Pikmin 3, put it on yep. Switch. I also mentioned Pikmin in my video this week and had <laughs> what I thought was a fun joke about it. Um, yeah, I I mean, I don't see Pikmin 4 coming this year by any means, but... No, this year's too yeah, stacked. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, Pikmin 3 still definitely... They're, you know, Wii U ports and all that good stuff um could definitely yeah. happen give us pikmin one through three yeah seriously i mean yeah that was pretty much what i was talking about in my video was just that like 
you know, collections and stuff. It would be. Are they even connected? I don't know. Because <laughs> I only played three. I only played. I've only three. played one. I haven't played. The I first two. haven't played again. That's another one. That I actually I own two. I don't own three because I don't have a Wii U. So I own two. How dare but, you? Uh, yeah, pretty easily. It's uh, your fault. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I just haven't played two yet because again, it's by the time I played Pikmin one, like two months later, I got a Switch and was playing games on there. So I was like, I'll wait till these games come to Switch in some way, or I've got a big lull and can go back to my GameCube backlog. So there it is. There it is. Uh, and there is Kyle Rush's comment that says the perfect send off for Reggie would be to have him reveal the official gameplay for Animal Crossing Switch and end it off with him saying, now, if you will excuse me, I have to get back to playing Animal Crossing on my Switch. I get it. I get <laughs> it. That's the Animal Crossing direct thing. We was playing it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I do to be honest. I didn't see that direct, I guess. Was that from uh It was it was like a, um I think it was the for New Leaf the or... one where they did yeah. I think it was like around New Leaf or maybe it was the one where they did an update. Mm. He he usually does some type of bit on the Animal Crossing uh directs. Yeah. Good on you, Reggie. I I mean, it's also funny because I think this is exactly what, like, if you just take out Animal Crossing and put Mother in there, that's what, like, a lot of people were saying he'll be doing for that. So I don't know if that was a play off of that as well. Yeah, I mean, that's what I said. Uh I said in the video where it was like that I I feel Uh like him announcing Mother would be a good cat, you know, because that was, I feel like that's like his most popular mm -hmm. bit, you know? I don't know. It's like, give us Mother 3 in the, other than like the taking ass, I mean, kicking ass and taking names and stuff like that. man alive. Or my body is ready. (laughs) Yeah, that too. Which Um, they, okay, in the new episode of uh, One Punch Man, they make that reference and it made me so happy <laughs> i did not know it's that it's really spoilers. funny yeah there you go spoilers hashtag spoilers how dare you not can't watch i show. mean you know i do what i can you ruined I, it you ruined it for me. i i mean honestly yeah that's the i feel like if he doesn't announce mother three before he leaves or whatever it's like to some degree it feels if like they that, announce it he needs to come out and like he needs to actually like hey you know yeah. like just like it's normal like have him record that as a canned thing <laughs> for whenever it happens yep. yeah exactly we're three of nintendo of america presidents mm-hmm. down the line and he just appears and is like mother three come in nintendo swap four nintendo switcherooski yeah and we're going to switch a ruski up to Matt Fox's comment that says, since I have already finished Persona 5, I claimed time and time again, I wouldn't play it again. The more I see news of it or hear the theme song, the more I understand how wrong I was. Give me a last Reggie Nintendo Direct or our last Reggie Direct and Persona 5 Nintendo. I'm on the fence if I'm going to play this game. I don't know. I mean, you don't love if, RPGs to my understanding. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. But, like, I think, like, Persona 5, like, it's a stylish game, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, I mean, that's that's where it ends, you know? It's like, it looks neat yeah. <laughs> and aesthetically, but outside of that, it's just like, but it's still an RPG. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I very much love RPGs, and so I know it's great. So I'd like to play it for that reason. Um, but it's a question also I mean, of what other games are coming out at the same time. <laughs> realistically, yep. if that game comes out. Uh, you and Logan are probably going to have to fight for that because I don't care about it enough. 
That's true. Because, yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be published by Nintendo, I'd guess, like a Dragon Quest XI-S situation. Um, So in that case, you probably get a thing. But, I mean, yeah, even if if, uh, Logan wants to take the code or something, I would probably just buy it and play it i just think you guys should fight for it i mean I you love to see us fight over things exactly yep. yeah i just want i, I want to i want to film uh-huh. it and put it on this channel <laughs> nice let's do it content <laughs> <laughs> we would first have to be in the same location which uh, you know is... no we just get on you know what i'll be like hey i have the code uh everybody get in google hangouts and you present your case it out. all right you know whatever there you go there it is and there's justin lathan's comment what's up justin uh favorite game i've played so far is hands down resident evil 2 i'm really excited for both final fantasy uh numbers uh 14 shadowbringers is that yes. 14? Yeah, that's 14. I'm bad at new Roman numerals. Uh, and Fire Emblem for this summer. And optimistically interested for Pokemon. Um, I did, and I responded to his comment with this, saying, I didn't even know he had a PlayStation 4. <laughs> or, or whatever he played Resident Evil 2 yeah. on. Maybe PC? I don't know. Um, did it come out on PC as well? Was, I don't know. Nope. <laughs> um so yeah that was the the thing that was brought to my attention i was like oh shoot i did not know that um but i know i already knew he was excited for uh fire emblem Mm -hmm. he was like upset that it got delayed out of last year (laughs) yeah so makes sense that he's looking for that Mm -hmm. um pokemon also makes sense speaking of that somebody made a video um with this dragon ball z creator um called totally not mark and he did like a collab and the, the guy that he did a collab with was basically like yeah pokemon is stale now and it's like how long have i been saying this <laughs> <laughs> i've been saying this for years yep here's hoping it's that good they, video. Yeah. so people go to totally not mark look at his video and then go to the other guy's <laughs> channel i don't know the other guy's name i'm sorry uh george r, r. martin probably <laughs> that's the game of thrones dude if i remember right probably <laughs> oh wait no he doesn't have double r's that's jr Tolkien. in any case uh my mitchell warnick last up says i love fighting games but hate mortal Kombat. their crowd pleaser is the gore which draws in casuals but in most other aspects i think it's a lack it's lacking a whole lot of weight what makes a good fighting game interesting the, like i don't know like how where do you fall on that like the the gore situation like with doom and you know like that all that i it's definitely not my thing like i historically i i think i'm coming around to it to be fine but like historically i didn't watch a lot of horror movies too because i'd just be like they're just trying to be gory and stuff but then i realized there's a lot like i don't know get out and us and stuff that's like nope just good movies that i need to watch um but but like with games and stuff too it's just I, I didn't grow up playing really gory games at all. So it kind of does make me uncomfortable if I'm being honest. Um, but <laughs> yeah. that's not to say that I dislike I, it or like feel like they're doing something wrong. It's just that like I haven't really gotten into it. And it I, it still cringes. I get cringy from it personally. For me, it just and it, not on the end of like, oh, this makes me feel gross or like uncomfortable in any mm-hmm. way. But it just feels excessive. Yeah. And it's like you're trying to, and the fact that that is your like selling mm-hmm. point of like, look at us, visceral <laughs> people. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, that that like that end of it makes me like, eh, you know, like it's not. I wouldn't say it's a turn off. It's not something that's like I'm not playing Mortal Kombat uh-huh. 11 because of this. But it's just a thing of like, 
I don't really care for it. I mean, it. it's kind of like, um, it reminds me of just like combos in some other fighting games where like, you know, if you do a combo and then it does like a cool, like, you know, you hit a button and for 20 seconds, or not 20 seconds, but like 10 seconds, it's like, or like doing special yeah. moves. Like, I mean, uh, My Hero One's Justice, you know, your special moves. Right. It's like, you're not doing anything during it. You're just watching All Might pummel a guy for like 10 seconds or whatever. And it's just, you know, yeah. one of those kind of over the top fun things or something. So I guess this is just See, over the top like, in a different direction. Because <laughs> something like I'm playing Takiro, uh-huh. um, and it has an option at the beginning of it where it's like, do you want to turn up leveling now? You know, because <laughs> yeah. it's like it, it's not it's not that it's not excessive. Mm-hmm. It's not like look at this thing that we're yeah. doing. It just makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yes, I stab this guy. Yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. But the the whole thing of like, look, I'm playing a flute <laughs> and it's his spine. You know, like, yeah. that, that I think it's just silly and fun and over the top, you know, at this point, which is I mean, I guess it's always been like that. And that's the goal is to just like, wow, look how much how creative and funny it is. But uh, but yeah, at the same time, it's I I personally would have a would definitely have an adjustment period where I'd have to get used to it because I just don't watch a ton of stuff that's got a ton of gore in it. But I don't know. Um, I mean, it's interesting that you say that, Mitchell, though, because I feel like a lot of people that like fighting games, you know, seem to say that it's also just a good fighting game on its own. So I'm curious what about it it's lacking um, that makes it, you know, not as great a fighting game or something like that. Well, if it comes whenever it comes out and if Nintendo sends it to me, I like fighting games. I'll check it out and see if I care about the mechanics. Uh so updates on that possibly indeed and we will also update you on some comments on the video that i made on wednesday so tune in tuesday for aj's videos wednesday for my videos and Thursday. you guys know thursday for logan's videos uh we got some fun comments on here the first one i just pulled um i i didn't recognize patrick i didn't recognize your name right off the bat but then i looked and and saw that you've been watching fanatics for stuff for a while so you were obviously in on the yeah, joke yeah <laughs> I immediately um, recognize So I apologize that. for that. But yeah, he said, finally, Park again. Who are those other people on your channel? And that was just, you know, <laughs> playing with the the old bit. Um, so, Patrick, thank you for the humors and the funniness, as it were. True, though. Who are they? Um, AJ sucks at Smash and Logan. <laughs> that is all. And podcast. Tell me more. <laughs> And Logan is tall. <laughs> we'll go with those. Neither one of these things no, are true. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. That is an odd thing. Like, so I've, I mean, AJ, you and I have never met in person, although I um, might be up your way later this year. So we'll see how that pans out. But, that's um, true. But yeah, that's always funny. Like meeting someone in person. It's like, oh, I thought you were going to be like six foot three, but you're two foot three or whatever. <laughs> you know, uh, Logan is like, I don't know, like five seven or something interesting like that. he always strikes me as like a tall type of guy no 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 interesting no i'm like average i'm like 5 11 yeah. okay yeah i'm like 5 10 so neat so there what it a is crazy time. <laughs> that's what you tune in for that's the good stuff but we got even more other stuff all right so next up so yeah my my video was on like classic game collections and so some of these i just pulled comments that i asked everybody what would be some cool collections you'd like to see or 
all that kind of stuff. So Caleb Rosa says, I think Kirby's Dream Collection is the best example of a game collection done right. Not only do you get $60 True. for six full games, but you also get five extra digital and physical bonuses. Among them were a collection of mini game challenges, kind of like NES Remix, a whole gallery of Kirby's history, three episodes of the Kirby TV show, a pamphlet full of Kirby art and behind the scenes content, and a soundtrack CD. Imagine if we got something like this for Metroid, Earthbound, or Pokemon. OMG, <laughs> Pokemon though, what? Yeah. I didn't even think about a Pokemon collection. See, I, I did think about it and I didn't mention it because it. I'm trying to figure out like with RPGs or games like kind of like that, it's or like, you know, longer games, if, which Pokemon's shorter for an RPG, I guess. Um, but that, I mean, it would be interesting. But like, how do you how would you want to do it? Would you do like red, blue, gold and silver or like just one of each? I don't know. Yeah. What would be your way of doing that? Um, I mean, my mind immediately just goes to them doing it all in one thing. So, like, <laughs> yeah. maybe it wouldn't really make sense uh, in terms of, like, putting it on a cartridge and being like, you can select Pokemon Ruby mm -hmm. and Pokemon, you know, like, not that sort yep. of thing. I just kind of want them to do, like, the first three regions in one game. Yeah. You mean, like, one game four. game? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, gold and silver, like how that had the first two regions. Yep. That would be very nice. Um, Something like that. Which, I mean, at that point, it's Something pretty much like more that. of a remake kind of thing. Um, yeah, exactly. Would be definitely super cool. And like Caleb, yeah, your point of that's definitely that's the way a collection should be done, where it's like honoring the fans or whatever of like, here's, you know, you've loved this series for years. Here's a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> and so right. the I don't think we would get a lot of, especially the physical content, but like honestly, Mega Man Legacy Collection, it sounded like, I, I didn't play it, but it sounded like they did that really well as well, where there's the remix boss fights and the boss rush and um yeah and they had like they had like noteworthy like influencers and stuff like that make mm -hmm. levels yep which is so that's just cool you know that's that's a good way to do it but i think most often you get kind of the very vanilla you know instead of the snes classic you get the ps1 classic kind of a thing <laughs> <laughs> um so all that but uh yeah and skull star production says i would love there's actually two comments that are similar here so i'm gonna read them back to back skull star production says i would love a star fox collection with star fox star fox 2 and star fox 64 3d or original i'd also love a punch out collection with punch out super punch out punch out Wii, and doc lewis's punch out and then uh sly sonic 03 says it would be way awesome putting every Star Fox game, most likely Command won't make it, on the Switch. Imagine Star Fox Assault and 64 with online play. That would be awesome. That would be dope. Yep. Um, I feel like doing Star Fox, like uh, Sly Sonic, I think his comment makes more sense in regards to the games that he picked because they're different. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like for the most part, Star Fox and Star Fox 64 are kind of the same game. Yep. Uh, Star Fox 2 is different because mm -hmm. um, they have like the chicken walker right. and all that crap. <laughs> um, but the same thing with like Punch Out and Super Punch Out and Punch Out Wheat. Like they're also kind of the same games, mm -hmm. you know? So, but I feel like with the other Star Fox things, if they put them all in a collection where it's like maybe Star Fox 2, Star Fox 64, Star Fox Assault, Star Fox uh -huh. Adventure, that would make more sense than putting like three of the same game and also star fox assault yeah you know that's the thing when i was trying to think of like collections or whatever 
I was I was trying to think of ones where they would like you could play them back to back and it would still feel like a cool experience, you know, whereas right. I feel like there are some like punch out pro- might be something where if you play the first one, you might not want to go right into super punch out because it's just doing kind of more of the same. Um, but yeah. then, I mean, I actually haven't really played punch out, so, you know, haven't gotten into it to know like, it, well, it, according to Mike Tyson, <laughs> maybe you will soon. Yeah, exactly. Um, although I do need to, uh, pull up the games, uh, the, this month's NES games, but in any case, yeah, I, I feel like there's some, and similarly, that's actually why I didn't mention Star Fox as well is because I think with, yeah, Star Fox and Star Fox 64, like you said, kind of similar. Um, I mean, but different enough where Star Fox within the game are they different enough i mean are they in the sense that like within star fox 64 the levels themselves aren't like you know i mean it's the same kinds of mechanics but it it expands obviously and gets better and better as it goes but like uh it's pretty much like you're just playing more levels of the same game i guess i I don't know i'm just kind of speculating there but uh i but yeah definitely having like star fox adventures and that kind of stuff with all of it so that you feel like you get the whole universe of star fox all in one package for a collection would be super dope i would be down with there that there it is yep and then uh nelson l Mur- or mick mickel murray says i'd love to see a collection for each of their consoles like the nes collection for online subscriptions i'd especially like an snes collection this one I thought was interesting too, because kind of um, they did that. I mean, they're physically at least they're kind of doing that just with the classic consoles. But again, yeah. kind of, like it would be nice to have those games on Switch as well. Like you know, maybe once they're completely stopped selling them, they'd be like, and also here's a download code for those same games on Switch. I don't think they'll do that because I think they're going to use the SNES as something to point towards the online or something along those lines. I guess yeah but i feel like i mean we're gonna be seeing i'm sure the snes collection fairly soon because like i mentioned in the video too we're running out of nes games or like of first party nes games at least um to put on there so seems like it's bound to happen fairly soon but i don't know do you have any thoughts on that exact same topic um, I think that that would be cool, but I can't see it happening. <laughs> I feel like they're they've rather if they're going to do it on a subscription, they'd rather just do the subscription. Yeah. And I I feel like yeah exactly. I feel like they'd rather do all of the games the subscription way, or I mean the classic console way, I guess. And then if they were to do collections, they would probably do them continue to do them within franchises rather than um, rather than do a whole console lineup. But I mean, obviously that would be super awesome. But uh, I feel like probably franchises make more sense for what they're already trying to do so uh, lonnie peck says i would easily pay 60 dollars to play donkey kong countries as is no upgrades same thing for paper mario and thousand year door individually especially if nintendo is going to keep making the paper mario franchise weird and not fun (laughs) we're all looking at you sticker (laughs) star i still don't understand why they decided to go for free nes games included with the online service versus putting more resources in a more expensive but vastly more fun retro console like the ps now has in my honest opinion outside of odyssey breath of the wild and smash ultimate nintendo has been lax in putting out what i and i think other would agree content player other content the players want take out those three and you got what a whole bunch of indies and maybe some okay ip games yes you could argue xenoblade 2 splatoon 2 and a few others the point is that or the point is that i'm waiting for the switch to show its full potential still um 
I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I think it's like if you line up the console, like the, the, he mentioned PlayStation, mm-hmm. PlayStation, what did PlayStation have <laughs> at, at two years right. in? I don't even think Bloodborne came out two years in. And that was like their first like game that at least that I saw. And I was like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm interested. Um, but everything else is, the, I mean, it's the same thing. It's like, we are doing an HD collection of God of War, which even, I don't even think that came out in the first two yeah. years. Um, so it's like, it, it's the same thing. I feel like Nintendo is like on a faster clip than PlayStation or Xbox were this generation. Like we have a big Mario game, a big Zelda game, a big Smash Brothers game, a big Mario Kart game, all in the first two years. Yeah. Like that's nuts. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I disagree with that, but I do agree with the collections that you said you wanted. I would want a Paper Mario uh, collection, and I do agree that the the later Paper Mario games are trash. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, and again, it's tricky because with this thing, I also know you know because I talked about for a while why it probably won't happen, which is pretty much mostly that they're just going to do it through online subscription stuff. But that would be super cool to yeah. have Paper Mario collection, and yeah, I mean the Donkey Kong countries would be great. And I mean, to your point of the lineup, honestly, I think, you know, it's, there's a lot of different kinds of gamers. And so for some, um, I mean, none of them are real gamers though, unless they play call of duty for three hundred hours or more, man, that tweet that was, uh, or whatever that was, uh, that was going around that, that is. Yeah. Just real gamers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and Mario isn't even a real game. So if you really think about we can it, only, we can only hope to be real gamers so on that level. You know, I, I mean, mean, that's it. I don't even know if I'd call myself a gamer as a like as a thing. I just I would just say like, yeah, I love playing video games. So I yeah, wouldn't even be I in a conversation th- with that dude. That said I don't that. think of it like that. Like, I remember like around when I was first starting this channel and doing the TGN stuff, like I was still going to full sale and everybody was like, oh, yeah, AJ, he's the gamer guy. And it's like, nah, not really, though. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you you would think that. But like, especially at this time, I didn't even play that. Many yeah, games. right. Like now I feel like I play games a lot more because being partnered with Nintendo and also Smash Brothers exists. Mm-hmm. But back then, like I, it, would, it would be like a miracle if I turn my console on more than three times in a month. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, that said, I, I feel like honestly, the Switch has great games on it and the indies. I I don't know. It's possible, Lonnie, that maybe you haven't really played many of the indie games, but a lot of them legitimately are like it's nothing to turn your nose up at. Um, if you know, yeah. if you've obviously if you've given them a chance and you're like, yeah, indies just aren't for me, that's fine. You know, no problem. But all things considered, like they shouldn't be counted out as not being games or whatever. But I understand that some yeah, people I want like, like you know big big AAA games. That's the only thing that really yeah. counts as a game or whatever. Like I get that. I mean, in my opinion, I feel like most AAA games are easier to lump into that, yeah. like, oh, it's one of these, right. you know, like, I feel like AAA developers are more likely to try to make the same thing as the other guys than indies are, like, indies can be, like, vastly different mm-hmm. from each other, like, there's a Shovel Knight, sure, but, you know, like, there's a lot of other, like, pretty major games, like, Rocket League is not Shovel Knight. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they could be vastly different and still be technically an indie game. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even it's, you know, sort of a different situation, but like Hellblade is yeah. tech kind of like it's not an indie game, but it's also not um, at the time, at least it wasn't a triple A game either. It was, 
You yeah. Know, I mean, it looks phenomenal, but it's not, right. you know. So, yeah, it kind of lives in a weird space. And there's, I think there's, we'll be getting more and more of the AAA kind of stuff, quote unquote. But that said, um, there's a lot of really cool stuff on there. But, you know, even if it's not for everybody, that's fine. Just, you know, but maybe take a little bit closer look and see if there's extra stuff in there. So we've got one last comment. This is from Ram Inc. Productions. Uh, what's up? man or lady i talked to you (laughs) probably a guy most of our most of our listeners are guys and that's all right Um, we have a we have a good amount of female uh animal crossing brings in the women true nice yeah we have like at least 15 (laughs) percent. well cool well any ladies listening hello well have a nice day also have a nice day i don't know i'm just you know whatever here we go keep on going (laughs) i uh i talked to ram inc productions for a little bit in the comments and it was fun and so here's this and it's a long one so get ready in addition to a 3d mario collection i'd love to see an nes remix version of the 3d mario games all in odyssey's engine as the mario's next mainline 3d title it could be explained story-wise by time travel since mario stories have gotten used to the more fantastical recently and focus on mario's mechanics overall like Galaxy 2 did for Galaxy, but for all the 3D games. For example, I think it would be cool to take the red star from Super Mario Galaxy to fly around the whole Isle Delfino, racing a uh, souped-up Piantissimo, or adding gravity physics to a Mario 64 level like TikTok Clock. Might make it easier to play. For the sake of keeping this paragraph short, which is basically my main comment, I'll put slash add any other comments I think of below. So extra ideas. Add secret slides as time vortexes and levels in the style of hat free Odyssey levels. Give flood pack to players as an easy mode, along with all the other buffs in Odyssey. Have the online mode be a battle royale of platforming. Um, <laughs> and within that, you start on edges of a huge island and you have to platform to the middle faster than everyone else. As you get there closer, there are platforms when that when pressed on by a player speed up the storm and there are multiple islands themed after past mario slash nintendo games like hyrule field ocarina of time paper mario super mario world with level of detail of breath of the wild cool places that get people who played those games excited without taking away from the main mechanics of mario basically about as much fan service as classic mario kart levels yo that would be dope (laughs) that's basically like he basically just used a 3D Mario Maker, <laughs> like, but in text form, right. <laughs> where it's like, I want this part from this game, and I want them to throw it all in the thing. So, like, I, I think that it would be like that would be the best way to do something like mm-hmm. that. A 3D Mario Maker is just to make the game that people right. want, <laughs> but like, not give them the tools to do yeah. it because most of it is going to be trash. Um, so, like, just you know, just make it. Yeah. <laughs> like make the 3d get like levels that people want mm-hmm. for them <laughs> i mean i think too at some point i don't know if it was uh, his comment was edited a little bit i think he might have taken this part out at some point but also just even mentioning just having uh or maybe i misread it or i'm thinking of something else but even just having mario 64 and mario sunshine kind of remade but with mario odyssey's mechanics minus cappy would be like mm-hmm. awesome um but i think yeah adding in like just fixing the camera oh, it, honestly exactly like that would make such a big difference the i like the idea of the flood just being an easy mode in and of itself because that's you know which i mean kind of the twirl replaced that in galaxy but um yeah but yeah the flood's just fun you know it's uh and then you can theoretically you could make it a little bit more challenging because you have the possibility of an easier thing which um, i mean the thing with this kind of stuff is like i 
uh, obviously we know none of this is going to specifically happen, but like, how cool would it be? Nevertheless, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm, uh, yeah, it would be cool. So good stuff, Ram Inc productions. And, uh, so you can leave comments like that on the videos and we'll talk about some of them. Um, especially the more creative ones. A lot of times are the ones that we like talking about. Cause it's just fun to talk about. Um, so yeah, leave some comments on videos and then we will bring some of them up on the podcast, but you can also leave some comments and questions on the discord. And also, um, AJ asks sometimes like he did this week on YouTube, if anybody has any questions and we get to those and answer them. And, uh, so that said, here are some questions that you guys asked us. Here we go. The Squantle asked, I know I already asked a question and left a comment on last week's directly to you, but did you see the new Detective Pikachu casting promo and thoughts on the new Pokemon designs? Yes, I did. And like, it's it's interesting how they're promoting that movie. <laughs> like the promo is like all pretty much being distilled through Ryan Reynolds yep. on Twitter. Like everything is like announced by him and they're like, post, like he's the one that posts these trailers and stuff uh-huh. like that. That's wild. <laughs> I guess honestly, like it makes sense that they got him to be detective Pikachu for if nothing else, just that like that he's a great promotional tool and it like brings it to the right audience as well. Um, right. I, yeah, I'm super excited about him being in it and just, everything but that trailer was the best i i just want squirtle uh, so much all the time um and also i want squirtle squad to show up i know it's not going to happen but it would make me so happy <laughs> if we saw squirtle squad i feel like the starters are like easily the best looking pokemon yeah uh-huh like they're, they're the ones that translate it really well i think bulbasaur is probably the best one i i mean yeah second to pikachu obviously um I, yeah, man, Bulbasaur looks great. I, Jigglypuff looks, I mean, like, Jigglypuff is terrifying. But in this, in this trailer, it looks a lot better now because it's like, oh, it was being cute, you know? So I think earlier it was just like, we happened to see it in the bit where it was being mad, which is iconic for sure from the anime. But, you know, at the same time, that was like, it looked terrifying because it was a cute little ball of fur for some reason that was yeah being it's like it's it's weird seeing certain pokemon with fur even though like you would assume well jigglypuff i feel like is one that i wouldn't assume has yeah. fur because jigglypuff is supposed to be a balloon right. so it's like i wouldn't think that <laughs> jigglypuff had fur but hey i guess jigglypuff has yep. fur <laughs> apparently i mean it's got that little tuft up there but i never really put two and two together like oh that's some fur up there but all that to say, goodness gracious, I am so excited for this movie. Like, it cannot come soon yeah, enough. same. I'm like more, and I know I'm in the minority on that. Maybe not on this channel, uh-huh. but I'm definitely more excited for this than Avengers. Yeah. Like, I'm by a different far. kind of excited for sure. I mean, I'm de- I'm more actively excited for Detective Pikachu for sure. I'm yeah. excited for just like the the cultural thing that is end game and you know, it's everything coming to a culmination, right. but it's like, it's not going to be a fun, happy time. Like I'm just going to be grinning the whole time during detective Pikachu. Like, yeah. Oh goodness gracious. I'm so excited for it. So here it goes. It's going to be good. Um, and then also Ben Staley, your comments going to be good when you say, can I get Netflix released on a cartridge? Uh, no, 
uh too late too that. late they did that what on like in the playstation like when it first started did happening they, really? they they were like releasing out yeah they had like discs to install That's it so funny yeah i wasn't paying so. attention at that time obviously because i did not know that so i think netflix did like a um they did like an april fool's bit for like the super nintendo version <laughs> or something or maybe it was even nes That's funny even um, where it was like on a cartridge. They didn't actually right, make it. Yeah, clearly. for sure. Um, but it was like their April Fool's thing that year. And that was neat. That's funny. I don't know if he's like kind of referencing that. That could be. In his comment. <laughs> um, yeah. And then Game Boy Gaming asked, what's Disney Plus? Uh, if It's Disney streaming service. It surely is. Where they're going to own everything on the planet eventually. And that's where we'll watch yep. it. And then Grim Hain asked, what's a Netflix? Um, um, it's the thing that Disney's going to buy in <laughs> 10 years. Pretty much. So there we go. Uh, yeah, those were, those last three comments were from the YouTube community tab. And then these last ones are from, uh, the discord again. So Grim Hain has Which a bunch of questions. You can join in the description down below. That's so true. You can do what AJ said. He's smart. Grim Hain has a bunch of questions. Here we go. With Disney so publicly announcing their desire to get Disney Plus on the Switch and everything, do you think this will light a fire under Netflix's butt to get on the Switch, seeing as YouTube and several comic apps on the Switch now? Now it seems unlikely that Nintendo is the one barring the gates, so to speak. Um, I don't know. Maybe if Disney actually does beat them to the punch and doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um or maybe if people seeing this like these promotional images of them be like hey disney plus come in nintendo switch if people are like you know really screaming their heads off at netflix and saying hey what gives man <laughs> and they're like all right yeah. cool fine whatever we'll put it on there stop yelling at us yeah. please yeah i'm i really reasoning wise i don't know why it's not on there already so that said it gives me less faith that it's gonna show up at any points in specific like i you know if they didn't put it on there already like i just i don't know what specifically would i mean maybe this would be as good a reason as as any but you'd think hulu would have done that a little bit too so or youtube yeah that's that's said like i don't know it seems like it hasn't been coming so whatever um yeah, and Grimane's next question says, thoughts on Mortal Kombat 11 on the Switch, specifically the relative lack of gameplay we've seen for a genre of game where the visual performance is actually important. Visual performance not meaning a locked 60 FPS at 1080, but at least a locked frame rate at whatever resolution. Um, I think it's weird because from what I saw at PAX, it looked like it ran yeah. well. And literally everybody's it, it, first-hand accounts of it was like, yep, seemed locked. So, yeah. <laughs> So it's very strange. I don't know why they're not showing it. Maybe it is like th- this fear in their mind that they think people are going to look at it like, "Ew, this doesn't look like 4K." Right. Um, but like I, to that, I would say you're dumb. It's not 2006 anymore. Mm-hmm. Switch isn't Wii. Uh-huh. People understand that it's not as powerful, but it's still competent enough to run the game. And the people that have a Switch already understand what they're in for, mm-hmm. so they're going to get it. Yep. Yeah, I I mean, I think from from everything that I've heard, it sounds like it's going to run and look at least well enough. Great ish, you know, so. That said, if you've got a PS4 or whatever, you can get it on there. But if you have a switch and you'd rather play it handheld here and there, I mean, that's what I would end up doing 
except for I'm probably not going to get it specifically because I don't really care about standard fighting games all that much, but whatever. So yeah, it's uh, interesting. They're not showing it. We talked a little bit about it earlier, so we won't go on too long on it right now, but still, nevertheless, uh, continuing with Grinahane, slightly off topic for switch stuff but with the shots fired at by trust me grim <laughs> we've been off topic this whole show <laughs> he knows all too Nintendo well didn't give us too much to work with this week <laughs> yeah so slightly off topic for switch stuff but with the shots fired at microsoft or by microsoft at google stadia specifically the lack of content being a problem they think google will not be able to overcome at the moment microsoft seems to be further cementing themselves as a games as a service company We've also seen that Microsoft were the ones behind Cuphead coming to Switch. Given all that, do you feel that the streaming-only Xbox, we've heard rumors, might be more of a stream um, on anything project? Um, I think that we probably... Like, the rumors that we heard are probably as straightforward as it's a stream-only Xbox. Just because, like, Xbox... And on the larger side like also that like also what you're talking about where it's like streaming on everything because microsoft cares more that you're playing their game than what you're playing it on Mm -hmm. like that's all they care about they just want you playing the thing and they know that you're more likely to play the thing if you play the thing on the thing that you want to play it on like i'm probably going to finish cuphead on my switch i have it on xbox but what do i look like (laughs) turn on my xbox yeah like get out of here yeah, I mean, I think if if you when you're saying I wonder if Grimhane is meaning a digital only. So I because yeah. uh, like so either it could be digital only hardware like they're having the, you know, digital only Xbox one come out soon. It's like the Xbox right. one S all digital. Um, yeah. But then, you know, theoretically, they'll also be doing just straight streaming stuff like with X clouds, you know, along the lines of Google Stadia and all that. Um so yeah. hardware wise, I'd expect they would probably, yeah, would still have a standard set top box as well as all the streaming stuff. But I could definitely see it, especially with them coming out with the all digital one right now in the Xbox lifecycle. I could see them going like getting rid of uh, disk drive just right off the bat with the next generation. Theoretically, I think that I doubt that they're going to completely exit dish disk mm-hmm. drive. I think that they might have multiple That's, SKUs. Yes. If anybody's going to axe anything, it would be PlayStation and Nintendo because they don't have they don't have the same infrastructure. Mm-hmm. You know, like they can't do the whole thing of like we have thirteen different SKUs. <laughs> yeah, but Microsoft can. Yep. Yeah, so I could definitely see that. So I think it, so. Depending on what you're asking, Grimhane, if you're asking like they would, will they just have something that's X Cloud related versus not having like you know, a hardware actual console at all. I would doubt that for this generation for sure. But, um, but they'll, I mean, definitely sounds like they're leaning into that pretty hard (laughs) regardless. So interesting stuff. Um, next up from Grim Hain, can we get more Dan on the podcast? We miss Dan. Hey man, uh, Dan, as well as all of our other creative friends, open invitation just let me know say hey i want to be on the podcast this week and i'm like sure you Mm -hmm. know because i don't want to like i don't know what you guys schedules are (laughs) like uh bob is supposed to be on next week's podcast we're going to talk about our extended thoughts on labo Mm -hmm. so that's going to be a thing that happens um but outside of that it's like if dan wants to be on the podcast let me Mm -hmm. know he knows when we record true that well i'll talk to dan and be like yo 
get it together, be our friend. <laughs> and then he'll feel guilty. Dan, Dan might be in on my video oh, this week. Cute. I had a really good time talking to Dan. He's just uh, Dan's good. I will people, say, you know yeah, I mean? as being new to this channel and stuff, um, I I can't speak for anybody else on YouTube that I haven't met in person or whatever. But like, just of Dan, AJ, and L- Logan. I've only talked to Logan a couple times, but especially just right. talking to Dan and AJ. Well, actually, I mean, I've talked to Logan as many times as I've talked to Dan. But yeah, what you hear on true. the podcast is pretty much just regular person so if that gives you any confidence in just the niceness and integrity of human beings uh that's just a lot of fun because i mean there's some people on youtube you know like i don't know what logan paul's like there's in real some life fake people. Yeah, there's, some fake people <laughs> there's fake YouTube. people for sure there's also very nice people on youtube so uh but it's Dude. just fun to you know talk to somebody and be like yep this is exactly what i expected when talking to you so yep Dan's good Dan people. Is good people. Well, so I turned the question on to Dan. Dan, why aren't you on the podcast yeah. more? You, you weirdo. <laughs> Hate Dan. It's the worst type of uh-huh. person. <laughs> so we've got two more questions. One of which we already answered uh, was Lizdrin's question on Netflix on the Switch. So we're going to skip that over. But thank you for asking it, Lizdrin. And last up, we got Grim Hain that says, also, you got to say something about Star Wars. I trust Parker to carry the nerd-ish in this. Don't let us down, Parker. So did you see the the new Star Wars the the rise of the rise what, of Skywalker? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I am curious what the title means. Who this who Skywalker is in that context? If they're talking about Ben Kenobi, or if they're yeah, I mean you know Kylo Ren, or if they're talking about yeah. um, if somehow we don't know, but Ray is actually. You know, I mean, like with having different directors and stuff, it's possible, I guess, yeah. that they you know subverted that uh dude that did the, i forgot who directed last jedi um uh ryan yes ryan, ryan, ryan johnson no yeah yeah ryan johnson um possible that he was like you're nobody you don't come from any family and actually meant it but and then he's like he's like hey man i was just trying to get yeah. in your head dude you're actually <laughs> luke's daughter yeah. it's fine exactly so it's possible there's something going on there or i mean could be any number of things but i'm super curious about that and then otherwise like we heard what sounds like Emperor Palpatine's laugh at the end of the trailer. I think they said something like, I think that's actually confirmed. Nice. <laughs> that he's in. He's Don't in know what that means, some, but that's somewhere. fun. <laughs> so strange. Yeah, it's it's interesting for sure. I'm I'm very excited to watch it. I honestly, I really liked The Last Jedi. Well, OK, I wouldn't say I like really liked it like it was like, wow, what a you know great fun time. But I enjoyed it for what it means uh for how it's set up episode nine for yeah i you know in the same way that uh infinity war was like i don't know what they're going to do for Endgame because the way infinity war turned out like it's yeah i mean obviously good stuff's going to happen at the end like the good guys will win i know that much but i don't really do we know that <laughs> well not all of them some of them are definitely going to die so that's going to happen for sure i i think yeah i think iron man and captain america have to die um just look at the contracts yeah, right. that tells everything there's uh, yeah. except for chadwick chadwick uh bozeman mm. uh he was like they were like hey what's going on with black panther 2 he's like i'm dead <laughs> they're like yeah but like we know though like we know that's really funny. that you have that movie co-. he's like nah i'm dead <laughs> did you see it i died i love that so much that makes me so happy 
Uh, yeah, so I'm really excited for Endgame because of what Infinity War set up for it, which is just like a bunch of questions like, oh, there's a whole blank open slate that they could do different stuff with. And I feel even more that way about uh, Star Wars Episode Nine, rather Rise of the Skywalker, because like it could be really anything that happens. And yes, I do like uh, Last Jedi had issues for sure. And I will grant people that and especially people that like I've talked to folks that grew up with, you know, watched they saw the they saw the first star wars exactly movie when it was just star wars in the theater yeah. they're that and so old. you know for that it's like i understand that luke has a special significance and they were mad that like luke shouldn't have been the way that he was but i personally as somebody who didn't wasn't born or at a time that i could watch it in the theaters and you know like i don't have as much of a personal attachment to luke so i was I, I enjoyed him being the yeah, character same. that he was like for the story purposes, even if it didn't line up for my idyllic view of this one character dude or something like that. Right. But um, also, if you if you also mean the game that comes out after yeah, we record true. this. But just in case, let's do both reactions. Man, that game looks Oof. great. EA is really turning around the ship. That looks like an awesome single-player game. I hope it sells well and tells them that they need to make more like it. Okay, next one. Uh, I can't believe they made it a, a loot box just full of just nonsense. It's a multiplayer game. How am I supposed to play three-player as a single Jedi? I don't want you to control my beam and I control the left leg and somebody else control the right leg. And I don't want to pay $20 to play level four. That's stupid. I don't know what you're talking about. I thought all of that stuff was perfect gaming material. (laughs) I'll have the opposite take. The first one sucked. There you go. That was it. (laughs) Uh, it And that's it. That's all my comments. Thank you for listening to this uh, very all over the place episode. Um, Maybe you should tell Nintendo to give us more news um, so we don't go (laughs) off the rails like this. True. But I hope you enjoyed it nonetheless. Uh, Bob will be here next week. So maybe you should check it out for that reason. If you're on YouTube, you should like, comment, subscribe. If you're on podcast services, you should rate us and leave a comment. Preferably a nice one, but if you have some constructive criticism that isn't that this show specifically, this episode was off the rails, then leave it. But if you're going to if you're going to leave that criticism that I just spoke about, like I said, tweet at Nintendo and tell them to give us some news to talk about. Any thoughts, Parker? My thoughts are uh, Nintendo Switch, Nintendoing all the switches. That's it. Nintendo never switched up until they gave us the Switch. See you next week. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.